stuff garlic that's the general value. Oh man, they have stuff with cheese and then oh, and then I had then I had the cinnabons and they were good. So like, I had so you like getting stuff with cheese? I no, not with cheese with penis. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy what's the conversation he has left the chat, left the chat. <laughs> oh literally oh that was so good <laughs> all right are we are, are, are we are we good now What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 19 of the Saratobi Sports Pod. Gang's all here. Yes, sir. Again, shout out to the people who did uh, listen to both parts the last week. Um, definitely check them out. It's up. If y'all not watching Slime, y'all really missing out, man. So definitely um, listen to all that shit. But uh, yeah, we're all back. Back to your regularly scheduled programming uh, this week. Um, it's me, John. We got... Uh, Damn, we had to retire Miles Francesa. Yeah, we got to um, come up with some something new. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll come back to it though. Let, let's figure something out organically. But right now, you know, we're Wild West in the building. Uh, back after a quick, quick little absence, but I'm here. Yeah, and then um, we got uh, Miss CBS Sports himself. Um, I, listen, after this intro, I don't even know. We might have to come up with something else for you too. Thankfully, Justin has a new nickname every week, so we don't really got a we don't got really worked. That's a fact. I, it, the model the model of consistency. Honestly, I'm honestly like the Clay Thompson of the uh, podcast. Is it time for me to say my name of the week? Um, yeah. All right, great. Hey, hey, everybody, what's going on? It's your lovable pal JT. Uh, name we're going with this week is uh Penny McCormick. Uh, shout out my guy Kenny McCormick on South Park. Uh, you already know the vibes. <laughs> okay, okay. So, what is it? Uh, Seventeen weeks strong, baby. Wait, no, nineteen. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be quite an episode. The way we're Oh Jesus! Listen, we all we all speaking a little loose tonight. <laughs> you know what else is loose? Uh oh, Justin. I don't know. Probably a, a screw somewhere. I don't know. Jeez, what the hell did you think I was gonna say? Um. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I'm the and I'm the messed up one. See, um, I'm, just, I'm just saying that this podcast is PG-13, and you know my my mom listens to this every week, so you know I got to make sure that uh, you know. <laughs> does she really? Yeah, she does actually. See, and I feel like you guys have been portraying me in a negative light. My mom is the only one that knows about the podcast. I don't think you know until maybe we blow up. I don't think I'll tell anybody else, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> This is gonna be fun, but um, honestly, I guess it worked out that we're recording on Tuesday instead of Monday like normal. Because uh, let's yep. just go into the biggest news of the night: the Yankees have an ace once again. Bro, this is a great day. I mean, mind you, we we can't really say whether or not he's overpaid, but like, god damn, that nigga is rich, bro. bro. That nigga is paid, bro. What is it? Nine years, three hundred and three twenty-four. 324. God damn. That nigga is rich. I can't even fathom that money. 
It, yo, I, I, <laughs> bro, and it's like now he's easily the, the highest paid player in the MLB. Like it's not even close. No, he's not, not. even close. Mm. No, it's what? still uh, Trout and Harper. Oh, pitcher. I mean, sorry. Oh, pitcher. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Just over Strasburg. Forgot right? about Strasburg's contract immediately. But it's not even like he blew it out the water, though. It's only by a couple mil. Annually. But overall, though, overall, it's like a lot. It's a lot more. But it's so crazy because, and we'll get more into my my other teams later. It's like, yo, all of a sudden, I forgot that the Knicks and the Giants are so bad because now the Yankees are about to be even better than they were. But it's it's okay. It's all good. Like, we got, we got, we got an ace. You know, RIP Didi. Like, you know, Didi was one of my favorite Yankees to to have. Sad news. You know, he was really for the culture because we left, lost a left, a great left-handed bat. And more importantly, we lost one of the, shoot, one of the few black players in the league, you know. Um, what is, and it's tough because, you know, everybody. Defensive shortstop, but that too, yes. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, absolutely a great, great defensive shortstop. Like, without, like, the Phillies really came up for, oh. for yeah, like, ridiculously. And they're going to they're gonna be good this year. They'll believe that they're going to be good this year. But Ooh. I think that. Yep, you'll you'll see. I was Watch gonna say. One. I mean, we're gonna find out uh, if Bryce Harper is Russell Westbrook or not. Well, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. But they they're gonna be tough. You know, they yeah. got they have the, they have the names now. Let's see if they can put together the talent because now they got Joe Girardi on top of that. Like they're they're building for a championship roster, which is like smart how they how they're doing it. But you know, back to what I was saying though, Didi was great, but he's gone. It's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting going forward because the infield, you know, you're gonna have Voight, Lemayhu at second, uh, Glaber's fine yeah, is gonna have a home at shortstop. Yeah, right, exactly. And then third third base will either be in Duhar or Gio Urshela. It's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting season, definitely. And then that rotation just automatically got better because Hap's contract is something that's probably gonna be traded. And then you got Tanaka, Paxton. Severino and now Garrett Cole. That just adding that's Garrett a Cole. That's a real rotation, age, bro. That that's a that's and, a real rotation. And no Larry Rothschild, bro. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a happy Yankees fan right now. But you know, as a as we get closer to the season, we'll talk more and more about Yankees baseball. But it's a great day in Yankee Land. If you're a Yankee fan, go Yanks. I will I will be at opening. Twenty seven rings, bro. There it is. Twenty twenty eight comes soon. Yeah, so with that, uh, let's just get back to the sports that are going on right now. So, um, I mean, some things happened this Sunday. Like, I know I had a bad week in picks, but, like, Drew Locke really destroyed the Texans. Oh, bro. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think you could have started at a better place because it's like... That was some shit, bro. The, the AFC playoff picture, it just continually gets turned upside down like every week minus the Ravens and you know but like between the Patriots Chiefs and 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 Texans it's crazy but that's just how the NFL is sometimes you know sometimes the Jets will beat the Cowboys you know it's it's like sometimes you know the Dolphins will beat the Jets it's just it it is what what it is sometimes the the Dolphins have beaten us six straight times before that well yeah right but I'm just well okay (laughs) I'm just I'm just saying like you know like zero wins going into that game Right. It's like sometimes the Bengals will beat the Jets. Like, you know, it's, sometimes it's the Giants of- will lose nine straight, you know, since we're doing this. Actually, it's never happened before. Well, now it has. It's actually never, ha- it's actually never happened before, before this year. 
That's wild. I know y'all used to losing, so you know for y'all that's a regular thing. But no, that's not, no, you know, I don't, I don't, don't do think so. Like, no, on this side, no, 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 we don't do that. At, no, no, not not at this side of Melo. Y'all don't do that, but you're doing that right now. You're doing yeah, that right you're now. Right. Yeah, we lost a couple games. You know, oh, oh a couple. Uh, you lost more than half the street. Dog, you started this half the season. That's more than half the season. Yeah, we lost. lost more than half the season straight. Yeah, and we're going to get Chase Young next year. What y'all got going for for y'all next year? Adam Gates? Chase Young? Fuck out of here. Yeah, oh we're going to get Chase Young. Yeah, Dog, you're still going to have Pat Shermer. Oh. Yeah, no, we're not. No, we're not. And y'all going to have Adam Gates. Oh, so we're both trash. Yeah, y'all are more trash. Y'all are more trash. You know why y'all are more trash? Because y'all are supposed to be better than y'all are right now. And what are y'all? Oh, so we're going to accuse all the injuries? We're gonna wow, excuse all the injuries. Wow, copy, y'all, copy, y'all, copy, y'all, copy, y'all, copy, y'all, copy. Y'all almost copy. lost to the Dolphins twice. Y'all should have lost to the Dolphins twice. The only reason why y'all didn't lose to the Dolphins twice is because of a bullshit defensive pass. And you guys should have lost to the Buccaneers if you didn't miss if you didn't miss the 32 yard field goal. Well, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Shit, guess what? shit happens. Okay, and shit happens too. That's why we beat the Dolphins. All right, let's let's just be let's just be honest, right? We're both two crap. We're both two terrible teams that play in a terrible stadium. The giant toaster. That is MetLife Stadium. It's awful. Aesthetically, it's the most horrendous looking stadium in all of sports. And I think all everybody I will agree. All I know is that the Giants suck, but the Jets suck more because they should be better. <laughs> the Jets have, oh my, if you look at the injuries, if you guys had, it, gotta, gotta, I promise you this, if you guys had the injuries we had, you would be winless right now. I promise you. The Eagles, you. The, the Eagles, I promise. The Eagles, had in, the Eagles had injuries and they won the Super Bowl. So whoa, 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 whoa. The Eagles had a better team top to bottom. Whoa, whoa let's not do this. With a better quarterback, let's not do this. Oh, so let's you admit that? Nick, so you admit that Nick Foles is the better quarterback than Sam Donald? At that point in time, yes. Sam Donald, oh, yes, that's crazy. This at that point, at that point this, in time, this is for the same dude that just got at Benson that Jacksonville. point in time. Time out. Terrible. Terrible. Wait, time out. Wait. First of all, Sam Donald wasn't even. First of all, Sam Donald was at USC when Nick Foles was doing that. So I'm kind of confused here. Where we? What are we talking about here, Willis? All I know is that we we're talking about here, Willis. Because my quarterback was freaking Josh McCown. So, yes, Nick Foles was better than Josh McCown. I'm not talking about them at that time. I'm talking about Nick Foles better than Sam, than Sam Donald is right now. That's what you. That's what I'm saying. You might be talking about something. Well, right, no, Nick Foles back then was better than Sam Donald is right now. Yes, everybody could agree with that. He was playing at a, at a, a crazy level. That was an amazing run he was on. Are we just going to deny that? John, 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 Nick Foles wasn't balling out for the Eagles when he took over for Carson Wentz. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying this is the fact I'm that you were just right. You willing to you willing you willing to admit that he was better? Yes, That's at that point, Nick Foles was playing better than literally three fourths of NFL quarterbacks in the league. All right, you at that what? point in time. Jump. I'm not here to I'm not here to argue about it with a Jets fan that whose team has continuously been losing throughout his entire life about my team losing nine straight because That's at the right end right of the right. day it is it is it is what it is like we 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 bet we're bad right now but we're not historically bad the mm-hmm. Jets are a historically abysmal franchise and if you want to debate that we can debate that well, all day how are we debating we, like, like you act like this is a debate like I'm I'm confused here oh, all right like, we're debating about the saying, past when I'm talking about the present no, no, no. You know what? This I'm is the present. Well, I'm living in the present. I can't look back in the past. I can't live in the past. <laughs> if I want to live in the past, all right, great. The Jets, the Jets are perfect and undefeated in Super Bowls. Congrats. <laughs> like, great. Yay. That's what I got going for my past. Not a lot of teams can say that. You know, and it's crazy because, and this is like a perfect transition. Joe Namath, who has like a terrible, not terrible regular season record. He has a bad regular season record. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. And now that Eli... 
just lost to the um to the Eagles this past past week, you know, these were now 116 and 117. And this brings up a like a real interesting debate. Like, do y'all think that Eli Manning is gonna be a Hall of Famer? He's gonna, talking about it. Yes, he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. He's just, in my opinion, he's not first ballot. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. Like, I, like, all right. We all know that he is going to be a Hall of Famer just because of the of the strength of the off of the rings. But do you believe that he should be a Hall of Famer? Let, yes. let me phrase it like no, that. no, yes, no, yeah. No, if if I take the, no, no, because Miles just said if you take the rings aside, no, he's never played no, at his. Not the rings aside. The rings are part of his legacy. He's saying. Right, yeah, we know that. he's going to make it because he has the rings, but do you think that his body of work deserves him being in it? Yes. What? Off the strength of the rings? Yes. Off the strength of the rings? Yes. If I... But he also has the fucking fourth quarter comebacks and... No, 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 no. Either because way. Matt Stafford has a bunch of fourth quarter comebacks too. Matt Stafford's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, I know. Eli Manning is like, let's, let's 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 be honest. If you take take away 2008 and 2012, right, the Super Bowl years, right? Well, I guess it would be 2007, 2011, right? Take those two out and isolate them aside, right? Great historic yeah. runs. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer off of those years? No, but I think I think if he's he just had the Super Bowl rings. So then, all right. So if if Joe one, Flacco yeah. gets another Super Bowl ring, is Joe Flacco a Hall of Famer? No, and that's and that, but and that's, that's the point. That's the point, no, no, John. No, no, Joe no, Flacco doesn't have the other numbers. E- Eli Eli is a is a much even though Joe Flacco is like you know I respect him because you know he did win a su- Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, he's one of the greatest beat. playoff. Yeah, runs of all time. but that's what I'm saying. If if he were to do that twice, right, and still yeah. be Joe Flacco, would he still would he be in the Hall of Fame, John? But he doesn't have the other numbers that Eli has. Eli is better than than Joe Flacco. Yeah. I, I do not dis- I do not disagree that Eli is better than Joe Flacco. I'm just saying right. if Joe Flacco had another historic run. JT, you just asked this question three times and I said no each time. But I just, I just don't I just, have the other numbers that Eli has. But I just don't see it with Eli. Eli's never played at an elite level outside of those two years. He doesn't have the other like but still you can look over the his collective career. I can look over all the I can look over all the no, interceptions of our play. I'm talking about like just based on what we just said. Like he has those bullshit numbers that are gonna get you to the hall. He just passed Big Ben. He fucking has. The, he had the the starting streak. Like there's a player who could just have that starting streak and be a Hall of Famer and never win shit. He's going to make it into the Hall of Fame. But the moral question is, should he? And I think if you look at his whole body of work, because of longevity, obviously he has. He has. He's like seventh all time in like touchdowns. Like he's like right right above Ben. He's like right above Ben in, in in passing yards too. I think based off of, off of that, yes, like he hasn't played at an at an elite level. He hasn't been a top five receiver at any given point. But he's gonna make it into the Hall of Fame. The same reason that Frank Gore is gonna make it into the Hall of exactly. Fame. Exactly. At, at what at what point was Frank Gore a top five running back in the NFL? I can't remember a time. Like you know, like I didn't uh, even, know who the fuck Frank Gore was until the 49ers. Right. Like and that's, and that's until Kaepernick. <laughs> Wait, and really? That, and, who was talking about Frank Gore before that? I knew who Frank Gore was before Kaepernick. I think a lot of people knew who Frank Gore was before Kaepernick. Granted, right. I wasn't in as deep into football back then, but still, I didn't know who he was until Kaepernick. Because the 49ers, that was a good team. They had some, 49ers had some decent teams before Cap came. When? Yeah. They, they've had some decent teams. Not Super Bowl teams, but they've had some, they had playoff runs before. Yeah. Because the, um well, if you think 2000, and whatever year that was that, Eli went in there and he won in candlestick. I think Alex Smith was still starting. Yeah. Mm. I think y'all told me that, honestly. I think I think we had that conversation. But honestly, 
it, it's it brings up an interesting debate, and I I say all that to say that even though like you know he came back yesterday, he did his thing in the first half. Um, I I just it, it's hard watching him, and I think that management did make the right decision to move on from him. He, even though he will be a Hall of Fame, I just think it's very like I'm on the fence because you take away those rings, it's like eh. You telling me a, a quarterback that is like that literally now has a losing record in his um lifetime deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. But Jared that's why Jack's gonna that's be in the why, Hall of Fame. Who? Who? Jameis? Hmm. No, he's not. Oh. Unless he wins. No, no, I mean, if he James, wins, then unless, yeah. not, not, not unless he wins, but when, <laughs> when winning comes winning seasons of just fucking the most touchdowns and the most interceptions. I mean I mean if he hey. win but if he wins, then it'll be but if he yeah. does it and just has for like four street seasons the most passing yards, the most touchdowns. But has Eli? But has Eli ever done that though? Eli's no, had saying, a lot of. Eli's had Eli, Eli's had a lot of had a lot of seasons where he's thrown the most interceptions. But he's yeah. I don't think he's ever had a, a no, season that, where he's thrown the most touchdowns my, or yards. My argument with Jameis is, if Jameis never wins, but has those those individual accolades, like has the fucking the touchdowns, he never wins though. No, all right, but does he win? Does he win accolades? Is he winning an MVP? Is he winning a Player of the Year? Like, what's he winning? No, does he win? Yeah. No, then no. Right. Yeah, no. Like he's definitely. never like you got it. Like so, like there's more of it. Like there could be an argument. Not to say I think he is, but there'd be an argument for Matt Ryan because he has an MVP, right? Yeah, right. Um, uh, if Jameis never wins an MVP, then he just compiles stats. The same with Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford always every year when he's healthy has like mm-hmm. is is top three. But until he wins, either in the you know regular season accolades or you know in the postseason then it really doesn't matter right um i i, I don't know i think with like i think with the frank gore thing it's an interesting point i think but i think running backs are categorized different way differently than than quarterbacks i mean i'm looking at his stats right now he went over a thousand yards like 10 different seasons well right but i mean then you could also argue that 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 eli went four thousand yards multiple seasons too and he almost threw for for um five thousand yards one season but the problem is with Eli is that like you you this and this and this is what what I hate about it is that like yo like with Eli it's good that he won because if he never won he would have never been the starting quarterback for as long as he was that's why he stayed the the starting quarterback as long as he was because if you look at some of his stats like they're very Jameis like they're very Jameis like you have seasons where he throw where in sixteen game seasons where he throws three where he threw three thousand yards, twenty three touchdowns, twenty interceptions. Like in what world is that Hall of Fame? We had seasons where he threw four thousand yards, thirty one touchdowns, twenty five interceptions. Oof. Like he even had a year where where he threw 3,800 yards, threw eighteen touchdowns, and threw twenty seven interceptions. Like it, it's from a from a Giants fan perspective, it's very hard to to um to not argue that he's not a Hall of Fame, and I do think that he will get in, but. From from a devil's advocate, you look at his season stats and you're just like, damn, like how, 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 you know? It's but- like, all right, so here's what I always measure it off of, right? Like I like to measure like Hall of Fame people off of like how good they were. And I just kind of try to take away like accomplishments, like team things aside, right? So at any, all right, so I'm going to list off some quarterbacks like that have played during Eli's time. And you tell me if he's been better than them. Peyton. Obviously not. Tom Brady. Obviously not. Uh, Drew Brees. All right, bro. Come on, you're naming literally like like but I'm top just, ten quarterbacks of all time. Like you gotta. I mean, yes, I know we live in that, we, we're in that, we're in that. So, so then everybody's so by this logic, everybody, everyone, fame then, right? Are, are we just or or are we just blessed to be in like probably the greatest era of quarterback? Okay, we pretty much have been in the greatest era of quarterback. All right, 
Do do you think Philip Rivers could have won in New York? Honestly, more than than Eli. Or he's no? he's he's been to the playoffs with good teams. So honestly, no. I feel like if he, he was gonna win, he would have won by now. That is true, and he does. He has had better talent. He had on his team what Ladanian. He had Antonio Gates, Cromart. He had Hall of Fame Bro. guys on it. Yo. Still has Antonio Bro. Gates. <laughs> right. That's what. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Like, like you know, people always bring Philip Rivers into conversation. I think regular season wise, yes, he's definitely better than Eli. Like, I like to me, that's not even a question. But playoffs has so much to do with sports and like your your legacy that like that's why he's you know be in the hall, right? I do feel bad though when he went into Foxborough and he played on that 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 uh what that torn ACL or whatever and still put up like forty two points yeah or whatever and still lost. That's when I kind of feel bad for quarterbacks. I'm like, damn, niggas do everything and their defense is garbage. Hey, that's the that's that's kind of the beauty of football. Right, it's a blessing and a curse. Shout out to Jake for having a high school team that like went like zero and eleven, and uh, they put up offensive numbers though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yo, I'm just looking at like Phil, like some of Philip Rivers' season. It's like damn, like he definitely was easily like top five in his time. But, yeah, yep. he had he had like eight straight seasons throwing throwing four thousand yards or six straight seasons. My fault. And like, damn. And it's like, yeah, he's probably he's probably not gonna be first ballot either, but he'll get in just off of the strength of him being a good quarterback. Yeah, they're definitely gonna win, dog. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he ain't. He ain't. He ain't he's not shit. in the ring. It's so. It's so for him. It's just for me. I, I think it just comes. I I do agree. He's got fame. I just think for me, I like seeing like skill. I think skill is a big thing to do with it and talent. Yeah, he might and, leave, and he's just not talking about who Eli e- Eli. Oh, oh! I think so. I think about. No, I think he's eligible for. Um, I think his contract is about to be up. Ooh, Philip or yeah. Eli? Eli Phillip could be Rivers. Gone. His contract is about to be up, and he's not going nowhere. Hey, he's he not, he, he not, he not. No, he's, he's not, not moving. All nine, all nine of those kids. He's not moving them. He said no. He said something about. Um, where's he from again? Was uh, it Tennessee? Somewhere, in the, somewhere, somewhere in the south. Ew. Because he said something about playing for that team. Ew, gross. You know. Well, Tennessee already got their quarterback. Shout out to Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> by the way, he got them boys hooping, hooping. He's actually from Alabama. Oh, they, well, I, there it is. Tennessee, Alabama, Roll Tide, Oklahoma, baby. all the same shit. Yeah, he. Um, I, I remember hearing something about what they were talking about. Like, he wanted to play somewhere, and it was a uh, – yeah, I think it was the, the Titans. Well, he ain't going there. Ryan Tannehill got that on lock. December 1st, so, yeah, that was last week. Uh, uh, a thing that said Chargers could reportedly switch to Tyrod. I didn't even know Tyrod was on the Chargers. I didn't know either. Yeah, he got some tick the other day. Like, he was playing, he played a little bit. Yeah, I, th- first of all, they fucking blew out the Jags. Like, oh, OD. That, the fucking shootout, like, this Sunday was a fucking mess. Oh, let's talk about how um, Patriots are bad. They're not bad, but they're not. They're good. bad and they're good at the same time. They're kind of like the Denver See, Nuggets. Here's the thing okay. with the Patriots. It's like Fair. I I can't say that they're bad. The Patriots aren't bad. It's just they're not as good as everyone thought they were in the beginning of the season. And for you guys who have been listening to our podcast, we've been saying this all year because they didn't play anyone in the beginning of the season, but. Tom Brady has had a sharp decline. Yeah, I said this. A sharp decline. 
The defense is good. It's still a good defense. It's not mm. the best defense in the league. Remember when they were saying it was legendary? And, we're yeah. like, and JT was like, oh, well, they kind of playing garbage. JT, it wasn't just you. I, 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 I was the I, loudest. I was with you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, Sharp decline, and um, also, they can't beat new young black quarterbacks. <laughs> you already know. Let's go. This is what Martin fought for. This is what Malcolm fought for. You already know the vibes. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. That's right. right. Black escalance. Ec- 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 <laughs> escalance. Escalade. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, like, like I tell my grandfather every week when we're watching football, speed kills. And the Patriots, when it comes to speed and, you know, mobile quarterbacks that can keep plays alive. And that's just going to be the future, bro. No, it's young black quarterbacks and Josh Allen. <laughs> and Josh Allen. young black quarterback. <laughs> hey, yo, you mean Josh E. Allen? First of all. <laughs> Wait. Javon Allen. First of all, hey, he, is, he is one correct woe away from being considered a black quarterback. <laughs> 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 He's going to hit the woe once really, really well in the locker room and everybody's going to lose their mind. Yo, if he could dance like Baker, it would be over. Oh man, Joshim Allen, crazy. Um, it 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 was was definitely a crazy crazy week in the NFL, especially um talking about quarterbacks that are mobile. Uh, quarterbacks that aren't that mobile. Fucking Jimmy G and Drew Brees, they was just slinging that thing. Pause. You know what I'm saying? They was like they was walling. Yo, I 49ers were like, so we had offense, dog. Yeah, facts. Passing it's, offense, not even just rushing offense, passing offense, which is I still like, don't think it's Jimmy G, dog. I mean, I think he's solid, but I still think it's Shanahan. It, it might be. Yeah, I don't know. Is I think Jimmy G is a system quarterback. Jim, the world may never know. <laughs> I, we, listen, it's good. This, if there was a game to prove it, this would be the game. And he didn't look like a system quarterback. He looked like he was making plays out there. And he was. Minus, I will give, look, all right, the last play where he threw it to George Kittle, I get, I definitely give George Kittle mo- most of, well, all of that. Yeah, that was a he just man. caught and ran. Yeah, that was a that was some shit. Them 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 country white boys, dog. Yeah, crazy. Cornfed. Yeah, G shit. The fucking Bosa boys, him, Kelsey. That's what I'm saying. Them, them motherfuckers, Gronk, they eating good, bro. <laughs> but facts, yeah, that game was crazy. And honestly, like I predicted, 49ers came out on top. It was a it was a crazy game all 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 across the board, though. And thank and People were saying it was it was the game of the year. I think so to this day that to to this season that that was like probably the most entertaining game to watch. It kind of it kind of left me with um, Chiefs and, and Rams vibes Monday Night Football from last year. Mm-hmm. It's the only difference is that this one wasn't during prime time. It was just at one o'clock. So yeah, that was wild. And and then on the other end of the spectrum, how like the Seahawks were just playing like pussies. I'm gonna give the Rams some credit. Um, the, the, the coverage is great. Like Aaron Donald's going to be Aaron Donald. And if you give him good coverage, you know, they're going to produce. Um, but man, like, I just feel like they weren't as aggressive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a lot of times where there'll be good coverage and Russ is still going to put the ball in the perfect place for his receivers, you know? And I feel like he didn't try and push the envelope a bit as much. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like they were playing a little conservative offensively. And I feel like when they got down, you know, that's when you really got to ramp it up. This is what it is. I mean, I just wasn't definitely was expecting the Rams to do that to the Seahawks. Um, I still think the Seahawks are top two. You know, I don't think they've dropped out of second. I don't know, man. It was disappointing showing. And I still don't believe in the Rams. Yeah. I mean, they probably won't end up making the playoffs anyway. Yeah. 
and oh my god, dissolve the NFC East. Because actually... having one of those teams in the playoffs is a disgrace. Because you mean the t- NFC least? Yes. And they're going to be hosting a playoff oh my game. God. It's like a good team in the NFC is not going to make the playoffs because of that. Well, if it's the Vikings, maybe not a good team. Because even Which, though the Vikings team is pretty solid, but, you know, but Cousins chokes. This leads to the question. Do you think that since the NBA is thinking about tinkering with stuff, do you think the NFL should go with just the six bet to get rid of Lee? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean the division, know, the divisional the, titles, yeah, and just <laughs> and just six best teams. No, 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 no. shouldn't be. Yeah. Definitely shouldn't be. No, hell no, absolutely not. Why? Because well, then the Giants will never be in the playoffs. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, no, that's <laughs> not why, John. Basically, it just one. It ruins the concept of having divisional rivalries. It's not like in basketball where it's like these fake ass rivalries don't really mean shit. It's like the Giants playing the Eagles and Eagles playing the Cowboys and Eagles playing the Redskins is like that all kind of me. Like, I feel like that actually means something for the purpose of like your divisional record having playoff implications, which doesn't isn't necessarily a thing in basketball. It's just the eight, eight best teams. Um, what if you just tweak it somehow? So it's like you still got to have a winning record. Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, well, what you could I mean, still be, it, it would still is, work, though. But you could still have the rivalries. You can every game would matter because, all right, the Eagles could, and Eagles, the Giants are a game out of the sixth spot, right? Eagles could be done, but they don't want the, the the Giants to get it. So you know, you go all out for that game as well. How often does a does a team with a losing record miss make the playoffs? No, a team with a losing record would not make the playoffs. No, but I'm saying how often does it happen that a team with a losing record would make the playoffs? That never that almost never happens. It may happen like once every like five or six years. I remember when remember the this, the, the Seahawks the, did it. The Seahawks, yeah. But there's been a lot of eight and eight teams. Not two thousand twelve. That was like whatever yeah. whatever year that was. It was like two thousand twelve, two thousand eleven. A, a All few right, yeah. eight and eight teams that have won the division that are very subpar. But it don't like the point is is that it's an anomaly and it rarely it rarely ever happens. This this team this division will probably get one at nine and seven or eight and eight. But even so, it's like I can almost guarantee that that won't happen next season. Like, and this is just one season that the NFC East is this bad. This NFC East has never been this bad before, ever. I mean, but then you're still running the risk of losing a team that could have 10 or 11 wins miss the playoffs for a team that only I mean, has nine. I mean, the, the Patriots were 11 and five and missed the playoffs one year. Like, it, 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 it's just the nature of the beast. It, it, it happens. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's sport. It's sports. It's winners and there's losers. Like it's not always, you know. And then sometimes bullshit happens. But that's that's just nature of the game. That's a pretty solid argument. It is. I I I, I, I would I would I still like divisions. I just uh, you know, just as as it, as it, as it makes it up. See see how it go. I like divisions too. I just hate how fucking bad the NFC East is. It's one year. Y'all would be okay. It's literally one. It literally won't happen again. Eh? This might be Kirk's only time to ever win a Super Bowl, dog. I feel like... Her cousins? (laughs) Fuck, what if he has a Joe Flacco-esque run? I mean, they they might as well be related with the way they play. Nah, I mean, he's a little bit better than Flacco. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, I'm about to say, all you gotta do is just yell at him. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, Kurt, you know, throw the yo, ball. Flacco, when Flacco was on, Flacco was on. He was one of the best arms in the league. And you never had a really top-level receiver. Oh, so you going to start defending Joe Flacco in here now. After you ripping that's, him apart. That's, that's what I heard. That's yeah, probably. right. Like, like, please don't like, don't, don't start that. No, now. I'm saying I don't think Kirk's that good, but I think he's probably at the same level as Flacco. Nah, he's definitely better. Like, yeah, and I, the reason I, I rip Flacco now is because I stood up for him so so long for when he was playing pretty solid, and then he got the the fucking check, and then was like, I don't need, I don't have anything to play for anymore. Ooh, ooh, my pussy hurts. <laughs> John, you gonna John? Did your team win a championship or not? <laughs> Then quit your belly aching. Damn it. Yes. Yeah, about to say John John definitely has seen his team won one championship. Saw one of the best. That was that was a great Super Bowl too. First of all, John John the Ravens are the reason why Cap not in the league anymore to, to begin with. Cap won that Super Bowl, <laughs> Cap being in the league right now. They broke they yeah. broke Kaepernick. Yeah, you guys are the reason why. If Cap has a Super Bowl ring, there's no way in hell. Anybody could say, or anybody could, could blackball him from the league. There's no way he's a Super Bowl champion. Like you can't. No matter how hard the the respect the troops crowd cries, there's no way anybody <laughs> could justify not having a Super Bowl winning quarterback. The respect the troops crowd, yo. i that was the funniest shit I've heard all day. <laughs> that was jokes. That's that's crazy. The yo, <laughs> the Blue Lives Matter shirts. Blue Lives. The Blue Man Crew, yeah, yeah. Blue Lives Crew. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a very interesting week in the NFL. It wasn't like last week where it was a lot of upsets, but it was a lot of um, it was a lot of good it was a lot of good games. Shout out my man Jameis, four touchdowns, you know, four hundred yards, and shout out to them three interceptions as well. You know, it's 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 joy and pain, man. Jekyll and Hyde, all of that, you know, salt and pepper. He's like he's he's what he's two different quarterbacks, man. But he he gets the job done. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the thing again for the people who haven't seen it. Jameis Winston can lead the NFL in passing, touchdowns, yards, and interceptions. It's crazy, and that's Jameis Winston. He that's is second guy. in touchdowns behind Lamar, two behind Lamar, second in passing yards, seven behind Dak, and first in interceptions. Period. That's, that's, are we going to talk about the fraud that is Dak yet or no? I mean, are we ready yet? Uh, Let's yeah, talk about it. Talk about it, bro. Because no, we can talk Miles, about it. Miles' connection is so bad, he can't sit here and try and defend this man being better than mid. I know. Because <laughs> he could try, but guess what? We ain't going to hear him because at the end of the day, Dak is mid. I'm just baffled at the fact that hey, this man, man as, as good as his stats look, dog, there's a lot of window dressing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, 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 a lot of garbage time lie, stats. Dog. A lot of garbage time stats, and uh, especially in that Bears uh, game, definitely because he oh, only yeah, had like one hundred and like fifty yards in I can't like, believe, five minutes left. I cannot believe, I that Mitchell Trubinsky, Mitch, fucking Trubinsky, had two good games in the same week, and really. Gave it to the Cowboys. Yeah. Like, I cannot believe that. Right behind the, the woodshed. The way that, like, the way this week started, like, I would, shit, I should have just conceded defeat. Like, yeah. Bro, like, the, yeah, just like the Cowboys did. Cause that was a joke. Yeah, no, they were bad. Cause the Cowboys are a joke. And Dak is a joke. 
I'm just saying. I mean, there was a lot that was going on in this game that was outside of Dak's control. But I mean, yeah, nah, he got to play better. I, I mean, for the record, I don't think that he played terrible because he did have a lot of drop passes and shit. Like Zeke dropped the OD pass on third down, um, like on an assuming possession. Coop actually dropped the pass too, yeah. and yeah, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to make excuses. He still Dak Dak. Dak want to get paid forty mil. He gotta, he gotta earn that joint. Yeah, he yeah, gotta. I'm saying he can yeah. win you a game. Dak has not shown that he can win you a game. Nope. All right, and you let's know relax. Let's relax. No, 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 no. Because it doesn't, it doesn't oh, help man. his cause. It does not help his cause that Carson Wentz led that comeback yesterday against the Giants, even though it was the Giants with no wide receivers. He led them back from yeah. seven down seventeen three in Come the fourth on, quarter yeah. with no oh. wide receivers Come and on, won the yeah. game. Come on, it yo. doesn't help his case. It doesn't help Come his on, case. Yo. Come on, yo, because now this this is the shit that I'm talking about with y'all. This is the problem. It's like, yo, y'all want to say that? Oh, Carson Wentz, he came back seven down, seventeen three against the Giants. Good, he should fucking beat the Giants. The Giants suck. The Giants are terrible. We're the worst team in the league. Yeah, and there's a lot yeah, of teams that, that suck. When, that the, and, the, and the Jets suck. Right, and and Dak right, couldn't no, do anything. And, and fuck out of here. No, and no, and then that, and and then when Dak is out here beating beating bad teams, y'all have the nerve to be like, oh, he's only beating bad teams. No, fuck that. No, no Carson. Yo, it's terrible. Like I like I just don't understand how you can just use the argument and flip it both ways. But whatever, it's fine. But bottom line, bottom line is that Dak has proven that he can beat that he can beat teams. He just hasn't beaten good teams. That that is what I will say. He hasn't beaten good. So teams. he's an average he's quarterback. Because that's what an average. No, quarterback. So he can beat teams, but not good teams. Average quarterbacks don't year, win you the game, I'm but saying, they don't lose you the game. That's I'm saying, it. I'm saying this year, this year, at least this year. He's beating teams, but he hasn't beat he hasn't been good teams, and that's a and that's been the problem, and that's why and that's I don't average, believe that bro. he that's me. He should, no, 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 no. All I'm saying is that for the money that he's asking for, he's definitely not worse. Worse, but I can definitely name 15 worse quarterbacks in the NFL than Dak right now. Like it's not even I don't know, but whatever. We talk about this every week, so I'm not getting into it with y'all. But anyways, the Cowboys suck, and I'm not just talking about Dak. I'm talking about from top to bottom, they suck. Jason Garrett sucks, their defense sucks, and Jerry Jones sucks. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Giants fan. I'm saying that because when it comes down to winning the big one, they haven't gotten it done since since the late 90s. And y'all Cowboys fans, y'all suck too, honestly. Hey, hey you, better, you better watch your mouth, all right, boy? All right? Jerry Jones suck, Jason Garrett suck. Dog. Wait, y'all, I, I, said, I sent y'all that, right? I sent y'all Jerry Jones uh radio thing oh yeah he went off on the, dude the radio <laughs> yeah because he, he basically asked if he's embarrassed well yeah, first right, you better watch he, your he, mouth all right <laughs> oh man it was no, no, so no. Great. I, I saw I, they played they played it on espn the other day and i was watching it and i was like oh wow yo this dude got some nerve to talk to jerry jones like this <laughs> and he's on the station but dope you gotta ask him questions like that no you do yeah he should be embarrassed yeah but honestly, I the the real person that I blame for the loss is Jason Garrett because Lord Jesus, he does bad. not True, he, man. he does not deserve to be a head coach in the league. And I Lord Jesus. I can only imagine what this team would look like when um what you call it? When the not the LSU head coach. Well, Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. When, yeah, yeah, Oklahoma. When Lincoln Riley or or Matt Rule is potentially coaching these dudes next year, it's gonna be crazy. According to Yasu, Matt Rule will coach everybody. Well, no, 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 he's, 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 he's about to end up right back at Baylor. He was supposed to be the Jets coach this year, and the Jets did Jet things, and he got turned off. So he, you know, was like, "I'm gonna stay with Baylor," and Baylor gave him that seven year contract. No, Matt Rule is gonna coach in the NFL next year. I can damn near guarantee it. 
and quote me because he's the if he's not the Giants head coach, he'll probably end up being the Cowboys head coach. I that's, think that's what they want. If it, if they don't get Lincoln Riley, it depends on if who, Lincoln who, if Lincoln goes. leaves, right? If he he leaves, I think Matt Rule stays one more year, wins the Big Twelve, then it comes out. Because then think, at that because then at that point, I mean, honestly, what else do you really have to to do in college? To do in, to do yeah. in college, I mean, except for win the national champ. But I mean, if you if you win the Big Twelve, I mean, that's still pretty large in itself. Yeah, definitely. Um. I don't see Matt fucking with Jerry. No. no, he wouldn't want to be. He wouldn't want to be a pawn. But honestly, at this point, I I figured that Kellen Winslow, um, not not Kellen Winslow, the um, their offensive coordinator, what's his name, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore. I feel like he's gonna be if all else fails. I feel like he's gonna be promoted because just the way that he's been able to innovate the offense this year, be it against bad teams. Yes, I'm acknowledging that that it's against bad teams, but they've been actually better offensively and this is on paper Dak's best season so I think looking at that that's probably what I think Jerry will want if they don't get Lincoln Riley or Urban Meyer but I don't know I guess we'll see should be interesting all I'm all I'm saying is the week 16 matchup against them and the Eagles should be interesting because I that the winner of that game most likely will make it to the playoffs you know um but honestly it's it's weird because the Eagles no, are the Eagles in control, only though. Make it if they went out, right? Uh, no. They, there's other ways that they could make it. I like if, the, like, but the Cowboys would have to have like a losing record, which is very much possible at this point. Like, who, who the hell knows? Um, but the Eagles losing. are in control of their own destiny. Yeah, if they, they're both in control of their 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 own destiny, like if each team wins out, which is impossible because they play each other week sixteen, then they, then they make it. So. But if both teams like lose a game in between, it goes down to divisional record. But basically, the the only way for the Eagles to de- to guarantee that they make it is to win out. Um, and alas, you know we have to talk about Lamar. Oh boy, oh, not yeah. even no, just just mentioning, um, MVP and um, he's he's gonna play on Thursday. So um, sorry, Justin. Ooh, yikes. Uh, yikes. You know what? Just because the season's going the way it is, would you be at all surprised if they they laid an egg? No, I wouldn't. Uh, I would. I, I mean, just the way if you're looking at the, the season as a whole, then like, uh, the season as a whole, this is like the perfect just yeah, trap. This is the perfect time for just the like, Ravens to fucking, you know what? Fuck it. Because like, you haven't had, because the Ravens really haven't had a mulligan game this year, right? Theirs yeah. were early in the year. Theirs yeah. was the Browns. Oh, uh, yeah. When they lost but the Browns. I, they got the but that's still a divisional game. So that's kind of, you know. Yeah, but the Browns have been <laughs> underwhelming all year. It was when they got torched, and we thought the Browns were going to turn around after this game, and then they didn't. And they didn't. <laughs> yeah. But then, again, like, I've been, I've been having this conversation with people. Like, the Ravens have a different, completely different defense than they did at the beginning of the season. Oh, that, absolutely! Their like defense completely from, different defense. I'm about, I'm about to say their defense improved tremendously. Like, yeah, and, and they they're continuing to improve. And like I've been saying, every week their defense is playing better. Just just like how Lamar um is playing well, and it's like they literally like people don't realize this. They had six starters in the game against the Browns that either are no longer on the team or don't start. Six people. That is very significant, and that's why this is a de- different defense than the defense that dropped two in a row in the beginning of the season. Yeah. No, I ain't going to lie. Ozzy don't play, bro. Ozzy don't play. John Ozzie's don't gone, play. bro. 
Is he not your GM no more? No, his last pick was Lamar. His last freshman pick was Lamar, and he retired. Eric DaCosta, who he's been, like, he's been basically grooming. Ozzy's been grooming him for the past, like, years. Like, mad This long. whole time, I thought Ozzy was still our GM. That's crazy. Nah, bro. Damn. Eric DaCosta made the moves this year, dog. Damn. That's tough. Damn, yeah, when you talk crazy. about some, we talk about a protege, bro. DaCosta came in like fucking Aaron Rodgers, dog. Set my son up for, for set y'all up for success. Damn, must be nice to have a good general manager. Must mm-hmm. be nice to have a good organization. Yeah, yeah, it must be. I mean, you know, it's yeah. all right. At least I got the Yankees. At least I got Brian Cashman. Yeah, I'm up. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I got you know Sean me? Marks. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. It is. You got Kenny. You got a good coach. By the same, you got Kenny Atkinson, bro. Honestly, it's just you know, Miles, you got us. Yeah. Well, he's got, well, Miles has you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, y'all were making start this episode. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. All right. That's that's all I got in the Raven. So I guess the last topic before we go into our picks is the uh the Patriots being some uh good old fashioned cheaters. It uh seems like once again, I don't want to butcher the details too much, but pretty much they were seeing uh. Was it uh, a scout and a videographer? I guess we're seeing yeah, but recording it was like the sidelines. Yeah, that's I, I don't know how I feel about that. They tried to say it was, it was for a like, segment, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't so know. So, what's the I don't scout know doing there, dog? I don't know if I'm buying that, bro. Patriots is just doing Patriots. Shit. Uh, apparently, they were supposed to be it's supposed to be like a film crew, uh, t- filming about uh, scout. It'd be like a, it's like a behind the scenes look at what a scout would do, or something like that. So they were getting like a bunch of B roll. That's so that's what the claim is. I really have no. I I mean at this point I really could care less about. If they're cheating. They're cheating, and you know, you know, you know the um the 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 Cardi the Cardi B gif, not gif, but it's like a meme where she where she's like, how convenient is that? How fucking convenient is that? That's how I feel about this this whole situation. It's just like. Y'all, y'all go come out and and be openly admitted to the fact that like, yo, y'all, y'all was recording, y'all was doing this, y'all was doing that. Like, come on, yo, like y'all, come on, y'all gotta be better. Just like, not cool, yo. But it's typical Patriot shit, man. Like, you know, I don't know if the league gonna discipline them, but in a time where you got a lot of teams that's kind of like highly, you you got teams like the Astros, you got teams like the Patriots that are just way way advanced in their analytics and how they just do shit. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the, what the fuck they were trying to do because it's like, yo. First off, why are you at the game recording the the team sideline when this shit is like public information? Like this shit is like out there. Like the games are are televised every week type shit. So this is like, if it's clear y'all are up to no good, if y'all are recording the sideline type shit, you know, because yeah, you can't even say, if you're oh, recording this, you want to get bureau for the scout. Like could have just had behind him looking at the game or some shit. You know what I mean? Like you didn't yeah. have to have the sidelines. Could have done anything else for a B roll for that. Yeah, like it, it's it's crazy. Like I was listening to um to to Bart on the radio earlier, and he was talking about how when he was on the Jets and when they used to go to Foxborough and shit, like they were like super careful not to leave like anything around because they were skeptical of whether or not like the um the people were like the people that worked in the hotels were like in on the on the playbooks and shit type type time. Like it's crazy. Like it's really that bad with the Patriots. You got to be that careful. Like it's crazy, but yeah, I don't know how the how the league is really gonna gonna handle it. But I don't know. It's just crazy at this point that they just kind of do it do what the hell they want. Yeah, man. Like 
they have enough reputation, but it's like they're the Patriots. So no matter what they do, they're still gonna have the same following. They're gonna fight it off. See if they're not doing anything wrong. People are still gonna love them, and then it's gonna get brushed under the rug, just like everything else. Yep, sounds about right. Hook Patriots, dog. Yeah, man. Not a fan. Not a fan. But um, are you last last year too? Nope, not a one. Don't really care. <laughs> Let's do our picks. So, just want to point out a few things before we uh fully get into our picks. Just a couple things from last year. Out of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games that we all picked differently, John and Justin got seven of those games incorrect. Just thought I would point that out. And now, the new standards for this week after. Justin went seven and nine, and John also went seven and nine, and I myself went eleven and five. The new person that is in last place is Justin, and now tied for first place is John and myself. Can you uh, kindly read out the standings? So it'll be me and John at one thirty six and seventy one, and then Justin at one thirty four and seventy three. Awesome, wonderful. Yeah, Justin, you suck. Ha. <laughs> Um, but now back to the picks for next week. I'm not even going to ask John, but we got Jets at the Ravens. Did y'all hear me? You know the fucking vibes. <laughs> Yo, I can't stand y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Ravens. I'm going to take Justin Silence as the Ravens as well. Uh, yep. But I will say precursor if the Jets do win. It's not going to be pretty next next podcast. I said this oh, before. Right. If the Jets win, I will never cut you off in anything you say for the rest of the season. Wow. It's only two weeks. Yay. Well, I mean, well, you got to <laughs> consider playoffs too. The whole, whole month. That's the postseason, not the regular season. Ooh, I, said, I said the rest of the season. Which would be the regular season? The entire or? NFL season. Eh, I don't really care about it that much. Bears or Packers? Packers. Give me Rodgers. Yeah, at, p- pack, pack at home. Yeah, they ain't Lambo. Gonna be nice and cold there, too. Haha, <laughs> Patriots at the Bengals. Wouldn't this be some shit if the Bengals really won this game? Oh, my God. Seems like it. Doesn't it feel like it? Because this was the same week that uh, last year when the Dolphins beat the Patriots on that crazy play. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I'll still take the Patriots, but... Uh... Yeah, I'm going to still rock with I'm, A little I'm bit of deja vu would be funny. Yeah, it would be. Cincinnati Miracle? It's like, nah, I'm working with the Patriots. Yeah, me too. Seahawks at Panthers. Seahawks better fucking win. Give me the Seahawks. Yeah, I'd probably do Seahawks as well. Ooh, let's go. One of, the, one of my games of the week, Texans at Titans. Titans. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I actually picked the Titans two weeks in a row, and they haven't let me down. So it's like, do I want to ride this train? And they're home. So I think, huh, after the Texans just got embarrassed last week, like, this is a this is an important divisional matchup. Yeah, give me Tennessee, man. Give okay, me Tennessee, man. that makes you feel better about picking Tennessee. Damn, really? Wanted, yeah, because now if, we, if they lose, we all lose. Damn. Because um, I'm like... I don't see the Texans dropping three in a row, but the Titans are hot, bro. Yeah, they, 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 they the hot. Titans are hot. They're at home. Fucking, 
again, the I don't know why, like, I was so confident. Well, again, I, I said why last week. I didn't think Drew Locke showed enough. Clearly, he showed out. And, again, the Texans don't really have much of a pass rush. So, I'm going Titans, too. Yeah. So, Dolphins. that's what we've all picked the same things for the first yeah. four? Five. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Dolphins at Giants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking the Giants. I, if we lose to the Dolphins, then I don't know. Maybe we're a worse franchise than the Jets. Wait, the Dolphins are at MetLife? Yeah, at MetLife. The Dolphins have a better record than the Giants. They do. You know what's interesting? I've noticed that about teams that are playing the, both the Jets and the Giants this year. Because the Bills did this earlier this year, too, where they played the Jets week one at MetLife. And then week two, they played the Giants at MetLife. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of interesting. Yeah, because the Dolphins were at. Dolphins were at the Jets this past Sunday. Isn't that some shit, Mm -hmm. huh? I wonder if they go back to Florida or if they just kind of hang out up there. I would hang out. I would would stay in New York and deal with the weather. No, especially with a team that doesn't travel well. But then it's hard to to, uh, to practice because where are you going to practice at? I'm sure they could find somewhere. It's an NFL team, bro. Come on now. Hey. Bye. Whatever. Um, Who y'all rocking with? Uh, give me the Dolphins. All right. Give me the Giants. I want Eli to get a win. That's yeah, Daniel Jones might come back this week. But I, I guess thought we'll he's gonna be out for like two to four weeks. Yeah, uh, he said, they said he's weak. They said he they'll re-diagnose him this week. Yeah, he's week to week. We'll, we'll I don't see. think they should play him, even if he is week to week. I think they should just let Eli do the rest of the season. Honestly, they should just yeah let him let him get fuck, fully healed and have morals. a good offseason. Um, Eagles at Redskins. Eagles. The Eagles. I swear to God, if <laughs> bro, I'm not gonna lie. Like, like Washington's been playing really good the past couple weeks. They have Washington's at home too. Is is their defense though? That's really been been turning up. But then again, uh-huh. it's like ha- you said their defense has been turning up. Yeah, their defense has been turning up. Hmm. Because think about it, they just lost to to the the Packers twenty to fifteen. I don't yeah. think, even think Aaron Rodgers had 250 passing yards. Aaron Jones was the reason why they why why they lost. Like Aaron Jones was frying them, but outside of that, Aaron Rodgers wasn't the reason why they won. He wasn't the difference maker in the game. And even the yeah. week before that, when they beat um, who was it that they beat? No, I'm looking right now. All I mean, after they played the Jets, all their games have been really close. That's what I'm saying. You know what? Um, Give me Washington. I'm thinking. Mm. Give me the skins. Win. I think it's a must win for the Eagles. It, I mean, well, every win, every game is a must win for the Eagles, but in the NFC least, anything is possible. I, I think, honestly, I think the Eagles take this one, and I think they might lose the second one at home. It's gonna be this is gonna be a this is gonna be a, a a tricky game. Like this is a game I would stay away from if I if, if I if I was a gambler, I would stay away from this game. But yeah, uh, I'll I'll stick with the Eagles for right now. Yeah. I ain't mad at that. Uh, Broncos at Chiefs. 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 Give me Kansas City in a shootout. Yeah, this, this this might be a game. This is a game to watch. Yeah, this might be this might be interesting. This Drew, is a real. Drew, now we're gonna see if Drew does it two weeks in a row. Yeah, it's a fact. They're gonna you know get how, clapped. You, you know how I be rookie quarterbacks though. Crazy. He's um, getting clapped. Buccaneers at Lions. Mm. You already know. I'm Buccaneers. picking James. For, I, I'm picking James uh, for the rest of the year. I'm on my yeah. John shit. Give me the, <laughs> yeah, I'll take the booty Buccaneers. Yeah, I'll take the Bucks too. Yay. Um, 
But Browns, at, Browns at the Cardinals. Browns. Mm. This would be a game that the Browns will lose, to be honest. Mm. Give me Cleveland. Yeah. I'll rock with the Browns. Time out. What are they? They're six and, seven, six and eight right now. Is that six and? What are they? They just won. They just won this past week, so it's six and seven. Or are they seven and seven? No, 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 no. no. They're six and seven because thirteen wins. Thirteen, well, 13 uh, games. They are six and seven. The Jets are a game behind. <laughs> the Jets are a game behind the freaking uh, Cowboys and Eagles. Oh man, if they were in the NFC East, they'd be in contention. Yeah, well, guess where I'm not in, uh, a, in the yeah. NFC East. Oh, sorry, so we have to play like actual competition. Oh, y'all played actual competition this year. Let me pull up y'all schedule and so and <laughs> talk about who y'all played. Patriots um, twice, Bills. That alone, that alone is better than everything. Anything in the East, right there. Oh well, I mean, honestly, we beat the we beat we beat everybody in the NFC East except for the Eagles. We have a better record against the NFC East than the uh, than the Giants. The NFC East has played better competition than the, than the, than the a, than the AFC East has played this year, and that's evident because of the Patriots' schedule. No Cardinals are at home, bro. Yes, the Cardinals are at home. I trusted yeah. them last week. Give me the Cardinals, Kyler. Give you the Cardinals. I'll give you the Cardinals, John. Yeah. Anything for you? Give me, give me the Cardinals. <laughs> Listen, Kyler had a good game. The Browns. This would be a game that they would lose, and and that shit about Odell came out this week. I mean, Odell's pretty much been a non-factor this season anyway, so I'm not. I don't really, nah, but there I might don't. be some strife. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really looking too deeply into that. Um, Jaguars at the Raiders, Oakland. I've been on the Minshew Mania train. Dog. Oh man, this is hard because, like, I would want to say Raiders, but jeez, I say the Raiders get back on track this week. I said this last week too. Damn, it's in Oakland. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, give me the Raiders. Okay, I like this one. Vikings at Chargers. Vikings. I don't know why, but I'm, something's telling me to pick the Chargers for some stupid reason. Oh, I'm, the, Chargers. I, I, I'm picking the Chargers because now I, I, I feel like the Vikings are due to lose one, and I feel like this is going to be the and one. It, and it's going to be a bad one, too. That, that's, that's what it is. The Vikings will lose a bad game. Yeah. Ooh, this is an interesting one. For the Cowboys, Rams at the Cowboys. Cowboys have to win this game. If they don't win, it's over for them. Rams. Like I'm, I'm convinced. Yeah, Damn, I do I have to, do I have to pick one? Can I pick a tie? Uh yeah, I don't, I don't like picking this either. Damn. But the way the Rams, the Rams have been hooping played, as a yeah, yeah, the way the Rams secondary played against the Seahawks, Amari's probably still gonna get open because he's Amari. But y'all know how I feel about the Cowboys. And what and what did I tell y'all? I told y'all that Jared Goff was getting his confidence back. And what is he doing? Getting his confidence he back. He's getting but his confidence back. Also, the Rams back. have Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. I mean, so that's 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 a fact. But my son Robert Woods was hooping the other night. So was so was so was uh, Cooper Cup and freaking uh, what's the name? Oh, Tyler Higby. Yeah, bro, he was getting he was getting some people to rock. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. So, hey man, that one until was bad it. though. Oh, od. That was a Jameis interception, but you know, oh, it I really was. was. That was a Jameis interception. It's like, damn, like, what the fuck were you thinking, mm-hmm. Justin? Yeah, hey, I'll go Rams. All right, uh, Falcons at 49ers. Give me San Fran. Yep, San Fran. Yeah, I stand with, I don't even care if the Falcons win at this point. I stand with them not picking them anymore. Wonderful. 
I like this game a lot. Bills at Steelers. Sunday night football. Hmm. Damn. I really do not want to pick Buffalo on the road, especially no, Buffalo. because of the Steelers. I really like I really don't want to do it, but I'm gonna have to. Give me because Buffalo. I think now that the Steelers are playing against an elite defense, it's like yeah. they're not gonna be getting away with the shit. Even if they get Juju That's and insane. James Conner back, it's like you got a duck playing against that defense. Yeah, Duck is a feel-good story, but like honestly, Lamar didn't even have his best game against the Bills defense. So what do you think is gonna happen with Duck? I I I, I can't it again. That. The weather was terrible, but yeah, yeah, they, weather was they, yes, they still played great. Yes, yes, weather was bad, but the still, defense yeah. still played great. Yeah, it was still a better job against Lamar that I than I've seen against. Yeah, for and sure. Yeah, that's that's let's just let me just put that put that out there. So he still threw for three, but it was not easy. Yes, Justin. I'm not picking the Steelers. So you're picking the Bills. Let's go, John Brown. All right. Shout out my man, Devin Singletary, man. Doing yeah, his thing, rookie shit. Fuck with my son. And then, uh, I don't really like this game. Monday Night Football, Colts at the Saints. I think it'll be a surprisingly good game. I mean, uh, the Colts are basically out of it. Not they're out of it, but they're, they're, they're still alive, but they're out of it. Yeah. Give me the Saints. I'll take the Saints. Saints not dropping two in a row at home. I feel like it'll be like a, a nice ten point game. Like it'll be interesting in the fourth. But I'm just kind of like, why? Like, but why? Why is this a game? No, like this week. I feel like doesn't the games kind of suck. I mean, compared to last week, oh, yeah, because we picked nine games different last week. We only picked four yeah. games different this and week. And also, like, honestly, I'm going to be away this weekend, so I guess it, it works out. Me too. Where are you going, dude? Atlantic City. Uh, I'm be in Vermont. Ew. <laughs> nah, I'm going to be with my family. It should be a good weekend. I just want to relax and go to a hot, a hot tub. Can you get me some, uh, bring me back some maple syrup there, guy? Listen, the only things I know about Vermont are snow. Bernie Sanders and Ben and Jerry's. And, and maple syrup. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Not a big syrup guy. What do you put on your uh, flapjacks there? Um, If it's normal Ketchup. ones, I guess I'll use a, some syrup. But I definitely prefer whipped cream. You got to get it. Oh, yeah. John, John always has been a whipped cream dude on, on pancakes. I'm not. Yeah, that's facts. But, I, but you got to get a little bit moist. You know what I'm saying? Like. It just mean the pancakes dry. I mean, I, it is a little moist. If I get like literally, if I do plain pancakes, I I might do some syrup. I definitely prefer like I don't. I'm not that big on plain pancakes, but honestly, sometimes I'll just be spreading peanut butter on them shits. Oh yeah, I bet you do. Must be nice. You're not allergic to peanuts, bro. We found this out. I'm still not eating it. Why you not? Eat a Reese's cup with me. When? After we found out you were only allergic to tree nuts. <laughs> tree nuts. Remember this. Yo, by the way, yo, our freshman year, our roommate almost killed me. Yeah. That's... Did he bring in a bunch of tree nuts? No. Mom's like, yeah. Jake was like, oh, my mom baked cookies. So I started eating them. He's like, did these have nuts? He goes, yeah, my mom puts walnuts in the chocolate chip cookies. I'm like, oh, Bro, God. Justin, that, like, not now, like, I don't know if we're going to include this in the podcast or not, but like, yo, audience, like, what kind of person puts walnuts and chocolate chip cookies? The whites. There it is. 
And no offense to any of our white listeners, but that's just that shit. I think Jake might be the only white listener. Yeah. Wait. So this is before you found out you were allergic to only tree nuts. Yeah, he thought he was allergic to all nuts. How'd you do? How'd you decide? Um, I don't really remember to be honest. Oh, because you finally you hit up your mom because I think you're talking to your mom about it, and then she was like, "I think I'm pretty sure you're only allergic to peanut. I mean, to tree nuts." Well, how did you? Well, how did you find out that you were allergic to all nuts before you found out you were only allergic? He grew up like that. Oh, I well, I think I had like I had a reaction to like a a nut or something like when I was like a. a Sorry, that's that's all he's waiting on. <laughs> yeah, no, I I know I know. So I I I I don't know why I even gave him the satisfaction, but yeah, I think I, I and then I had something and then yeah, it was it was clipped after that. I was like, yeah, nah, I'm not doing this no more. And I had an EpiPen and then yeah, I was just under the impression that I was always allergic to like all nuts. And then I guess that situation happened, and then, yeah, I, I forgot about that till John just brought it up, honestly. But yeah, I still don't really fuck with nuts in general. Yeah, me too. I don't. Yeah, that's like I don't like Snickers. Good, I don't like yeah. Snickers. I don't like any candies with nuts or anything. Speaking yeah. of nuts, the Knicks organization is probably the worst. Like, let me let me let me let me put it to y'all like this: there there have been there are terrible have been terrible organizations in sports. There have been the there's been the the Mets in in recent in recent years that are you know kind of getting out of their funk. There's it's been, been the Redskins. It's been it's been the Redskins. The Redskins, the yeah, like the Redskins are another are another terribly ran, ran organizations. But you know what? They they have moments when they when they have have shown signs. The Jets, for example, have been a bad badly ran organization. But at least they have they might have their franchise quarterback. And you know they have some things going. They show glimmers of hope every once in a while. The New York Knicks, man, it's just like I'm at the point where it's just like, why am I even a fan of this franchise anymore? Like it's it's really it's really hard because at the end of the day, say what you want about the Knicks having a bad team. It's like when you lose at home by forty, and then proceed to lose again by thirty-seven. It's it's not it's not a good look and. From the days in the '90s, where it's like we really used to dominate, and yeah, we didn't win win championships, but we were competitive. We were we were good. We at least made it to 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 the finals, and we at least was in the conference finals a couple times. But you know, that's when we had to go to Jordan. Now it's like we're we're stopping ourselves, and this is just unbelievable at this point. David Fitzgerald getting fired is like it, it's it sucks. It it was coming, but it sucks because I personally think that it was a job where he wasn't going to su- succeed anyway. You can say what you want about any good coach in the NBA, but nobody's bringing the, bringing the Knicks out of the depths of hell where they are. Not Popovich, not Kerr, not Carlisle, not Kenny Atkinson, because at the end of the day, it starts from the top. It it, it, start, it, it, it literally starts from the top. You can you can cut off the tail of the snake, but if you if you're not getting getting it at the head, then it, it's the problem is never is never going to be solved. You gotta pull out weeds from the root, and that's the problem. It's always been. With the Knicks, it's always been quick fixes. It's never been, yo, let's actually, you know, reinvest, reinvest what what we're doing and like actually, you know, build build for the future. It's always, oh no, let's trade trade away our whole team for Carmelo Anthony. Let's, you know, get Phil Jackson, who has never been a proven executive, to 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 run the team. Like it's it's never uh it's never the the long term. It's always about what's happening in the moment, and that's why the the franchise continually gets. Get set back, you know. 
it's always trading for names and not not good players. Like we we traded we made a trade for Joakim Noah and 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 Derrick Rose years ago, which did which did what for the franchise? You know, like we signed all these power forwards this summer and, and give Julius Randle all this money for what? He's underperformed. It sucks. And while David Fisdale, yeah, I, I can say that he deserved to get fired. It's like the team that we have now is just it's just poorly constructed. No one can win with that roster. Right. And and Scott Perry got to go at this point because at the end, because Bro, Steve Mills should have got fired, dog. Yeah. Oh, no. No, not, I'm about to say not, not Scott Perry. Steve Mills, because Steve Mills has been the one that's been with the franchise for as long as he's been. Scott Perry is actually the one that's been helping a little bit. But I don't know. It, it's just been it's been a crazy ride as a Knicks fan. And honestly, I'm not even about to talk talk about them too much because it's like, what 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 are we really good for at this point? We're good for beating the Mavericks, and that's that's literally it. Outside of that, we have two wins, and it you know it's not looking any brighter. We play the Warriors this week, and that's probably the the only win we might have for a while. But I don't know. I I can't even say that us getting the first overall pick is even going to help the situation because, like I said, it just starts at the top. Yeah, and it's, it's frustrating. It's really wild, like as a Knicks fan to Jason, and just as a basketball fan overall, um, it's super disappointing. And it's like, I guess you fire Fizdale when you know it's not going great, but I, I don't think he deserved to get fired just because they put he wasn't put in a position to succeed. Um, I think it's better that he's not with the Knicks anymore, though, for his own good, even though it just makes it seem like you know. He was in a rough situation with the Grizzlies just in the sense that he had such a like set in place team and like a bunch of veterans and shit. So that's difficult for any first year head coach. And then and then he was in a shitty situation with the Knicks. And then, you know, there's talks that they're saying that Becky Hammond's interested in stuff like that. But honestly, I don't no good coach should go to the Knicks until Steve Mills is gone. Because they're just not gonna be put in a position to succeed again. And then it looks bad on them because then people are like, oh, then they can't win. It's like, no, no one can win with the Knicks. Yeah, there's there's no way around it, man. It's just they're arguably the worst franchise in sports today, period. I don't know if I could name one worse in any sport. Honestly, if I could name one, it would have been the Browns. But honestly, the Browns, even though that there's... The, Brown, the Browns had busts, draft busts. Yeah, but even, even so, it's like, even though they're performing like they're still in a better position than yeah. the Knicks are because they have the like it, they have the talent that's supposed to fit together right the Knicks just have 15 power forwards like I said man it's frustrating and RJ very Barrett. frustrating yep exactly just throw the whole team away start it over start it anew give it a rebirth what you, you got Justin I mean you gotta set it all. I mean, a big reason why he was brought in in the first place was because he has such a, a good rapport with players around the league, and they thought, hey, if we bring in Fizdale, he'll be able to help land some of these big name free agents. You know, he is buddy buddy with all of them. And I think one thing that I don't think he's a great coach. I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he still has a lot to prove in this league as a head coach. I will say, I think a, one of the reasons why I think it failed with him is because he hasn't learned how to be the bad guy yet. So he was really liked as a, as an assistant coach, right? And the assistant coach is always like your friend. Cause the head coach is always coming down on you. And the assistant coach always takes you like by the shoulder and like, all right, 
you know, you're all right, kid. You know, he didn't really mean it like that. He means this, you know, just keep out, you know, keep hustling. He doesn't know how to be the bad guy at the right time. Um, which I think is played into a, a piece of the downfall uh, with the Knicks. I'm not really sure why Kevin Knox was having healthy DMPs. Um, I also think the the biggest uh, down the biggest thing in terms of his downfall was when they held that press conference when the Knicks were two and eight, I believe, mm-hmm. because dumbass press conference. Yeah, because you basically put him in a no win situation because now it's oh now we got to win games, but there's no the talent's not here to win games. Um, it it doesn't make it just doesn't make any sense. If you were to come out at the beginning of the year and say this is going to be a rebuilding year, we're going to evaluate our young talent, you know, and see what we have moving forward. Cool. Then you lower expectations, right? And it is what it is. That's why I keep saying, and I'll say it over and over again, not to harp on my team, which is the Nets, but they laid out the blueprint for the Knicks, and and, and the Nets were in a way worse shape than the Knicks because the Knicks had their draft picks, the Nets didn't. What you do is you temper expectations and say, this is what it is. This is what we're going to do. And that's exactly why it was such a a, a a big thing for when they made the playoffs last year, because nobody expected they weren't supposed to make the playoffs. There was still supposed to be a rebuilding year, but, and that's another thing. And correct me if I'm wrong. I may not, I don't follow the Knicks as much, but what's their developmental system looking like? Like who has really developed within the Knicks organization that like was a drafted player or, or a D league or G league player that's come Ever? up through like in the past, like let's say five or six years. No one. The last one I could think of is like fucking David Lee. And David Lee is not like he spent his entire career with the Knicks. Cause he ended up leaving. Yeah. And with the uh, golden state is David Lee. I can't think of anyone else. Landry fields was good for his rookie year. <laughs> you know, Linsanity yeah, was good for, you know, a couple weeks. And he left. Then gone. I, I, so it's just, yeah, it's, it, everything needs to change about the Knicks. And until, honestly, I think they need to, they need to clear it out. They, they need, they haven't won under, under Mills. They don't want I don't think, and then Perry, because Mills is the, was, is the uh, president, right? Mills is the one who's been there for 20 years. Yeah. Has done nothing. I don't, I, I, I can't believe he's still there. After all this losing, but I mean, hey, they're Dolan is comfortable with losing because they're selling tickets, so it doesn't but, matter to him. But the weird thing is, is that he it feels like he cares more about the Rangers than he does the Knicks. And the Rangers are in the kind of the same boat. They they sell out ticket, they sell out the Garden. I was there. Uh, actually, was there uh, last week, last Friday. You know, it wasn't a sellout sellout, but it was still a very good crowd. Very good mm-hmm. crowd. Rangers average as fuck right now. Yeah, exactly. They're in a rebuild year too, but they still sell out. Rangers have been very competitive over the past 20 years, at least more than the Knicks. I mean, they've been to at least one Stanley Cup. They've been to the playoffs numerous times. You know, what? why can't that translate and correlate to the Knicks? Why can't there be that type of passion and energy put towards the Knicks as it is the Rangers? It doesn't make any sense. Same building. Yeah, maybe maybe he's racist. So maybe. <laughs> But um, I just, I just white I, people on the basketball team for him to care. But I mean, if you look at the garden, if the garden, the tickets are so expensive. The majority of the people in the garden. Oh no, I meant on the physical basketball. Oh, team, on the physical basketball, white people <laughs> for him to care. Oh, we still got the dude from Michigan on that team. So Ignis. Yeah. So 
you know. But hey, the Knicks, Knicks are gonna nick. Um, not to say I'm I'm enjoying all this uh, as a Nets fan. As a I basketball just, fan. As a basketball fan, I don't like it because I like when everybody is competitive and everybody has a chance. As a Nets fan, I kind of like it a little bit only because of the years of, which is weird because the Knicks weren't haven't been good in my entire lifetime except for like two or three years. But just you know, especially after the summer <laughs> when everybody was like, "Oh yeah, Katie and Kyrie and Zion, the Knicks." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Not even like I was thinking, saying like, "Yeah, they're coming to the Nets," because I, you know, I was in the camp that wanted to resign D'Lo, but. This is probably the most humbling thing any franchise has ever gone through. Well, their fan base. I think this is probably the most humbling and 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 shocking. And I don't know how you recover from this at least anytime soon. I don't know if it's humbling or shocking for Knicks fans because they've never been given hope. No, not. I think there was a lot of hope this off season. I mean, uh, it's not that there was a lot of hope. Like, I'm on record saying that I thought we'd at least be a 30-win team, and that looks like it's not even happening. Like, it looks like we're not even going to get close to 30 wins. The fact that it's we've already played, like, 20-something games, we only have four wins, it's like that's, like, not even anything that I would have expected. Solid like, change. You might not win as many games as last year, and y'all only had 18. And that's a problem. That's a problem. Like, if we're going back – if we're winning less games than we did last year, then I don't – like – that's not even a Fizdale thing because I feel like regardless of what we uh, of Fizdale get fired, we're still gonna lose games, and if we still lose games, then then who's then who's to blame? Mm-hmm. Then then yeah. then who 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 are the fans gonna look at and be like, oh well, what's the problem now? Well, we fire Fizdale, we should be at least a little bit better. No, Fizdale wasn't really the main problem. Was he a good coach? I under what I saw, no, he wasn't a good coach. Not with the talent that he had on the Knicks, but. Firing him wasn't. It's not going to change anything from a fan perspective. It's not changing anything because we're still in the same. We're literally still in the same position. Mike Miller. Who the fuck is Mike Miller? What he's. What is he really going to do for the team? He's your G League coach. That's the that and that's that's the problem too. Is that he's your G League coach? There's no reason why he should be coming up to coach the big team. There's no reason. Like, how was that? How does that make any sense? He was your G League coach. He's supposed to be there to develop the guys that are at the G League level. What does he know about coaching professional players? Like Taj Gibson, guys that have been in the league long, Bobby Portis, you know, Wayne Ellington. Like, what does he know about coaching these guys? No disrespect to him. I'm pretty sure he's a great guy. He's probably, he's done a good job to get to the spot, to the position he's at. But I mean, shit, we don't know that just because he's a fucking. Well, then again, yeah, maybe not because he's in in the Knicks or. But I will I will run this number by you guys real quick, right? Last season, the Knicks and the Nets were tied at uh this one point in actually December, right? At eight and eighteen. Right? The Knicks and the Nets both tied at eight and eighteen for the same record. And look at how both organizations have fared since that fateful time. And mind you, the Nets were coming off of an eight game losing streak to get to eight and eighteen. I I it's just there's 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 your market right there. And just going off of like what you're talking about, because I kind of want to get off the Knicks right now. The Nets are like they're doing literally everything right. And it's just it's so, so crazy that like after having like like after having Ed Davis, all of these like I'm talking about last year last year. Basically the Nets out. last and year had the had a roster similar to what the Knicks had of a bunch of players that need to prove that they could still play. Yep. Right. The difference is that the Nets had people at multiple positions do it. Yep. Yeah. And now it seems like y'all and and, and what? Sorry, I'm the, the name of your general manager is, is escaping me, Justin. What is it? 
It's uh, Sean Marks. Sean Marks. Sean Marks. It just seems like, yo, him as an executive is just like, he's literally a step ahead because the role players that y'all have really is just like, great. And then you got Dinwiddie that's playing like a damn all-star right now. And then that's got a winning record. And Kyrie is like, on, like nowhere to be found. Yeah. It, this is and this is like not even y'all like going back to last season y'all really on like a three-year plan like from last year y'all wasn't even supposed to be that good to this year it's like all right y'all were supposed to be okay and it's like y'all just continue to overperform and overperform so i definitely give the net the net the Nets organization a lot of credit because y'all are a greatly ran organization greatly that's not even a word but y'all are a great ran organization like yeah no I, I think this is what it came this is what it honestly came down to right it came down to one having joe side come up come aboard as a part-time owner uh last season um right. well actually two seasons ago and then he kind of he took full majority at the beginning of this season but it took our previous owner mikhail prokhorov he had to swallow his pride and say i don't know what i'm doing because he was just throwing money at people random people jason kidd ryan ha- uh, not ryan hans um the 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 former memphis uh grizzly coach um Lionel Hollins, Hollins, right? The the trade with the Celtics to get Pearson. That was literally him saying, I want to make, I'm a new owner. I want to make a splash. We're in Brooklyn, blah, blah, blah. And it backfired. So now we're in the depths of misery and despair. And he had finally swallowed his pride and made arguably one of the smartest decisions in the history of ever. And he got Sean Marks, who was where? Came out of where? The San Antonio Spurs organization. And if you look at the Spurs, I think that's like, I don't get it because literally every team is going to blueprint for the Knicks, right? Mike Budenholzer, where did he come from? The Spurs. Um, Spurs put out top quality people. At, like uh, Sean Marks played for the Spurs. He was an assistant coach, then was an ex- an assistant GM, one ex- one GM of the year for the for the D League team for them. Like like he was bred to do this. Literally, look at coach, look at the the Spurs coaching tree and their executive tree. They're all over the league doing very well. I, they're there for the taking. Literally, there it's just a tree that you pick off of, and they work. So you're basically saying that the Knicks should hire Becky Hammond. I'm not saying they should hire Becky Hammond, but I think it they should definitely some the strong Knicks consideration the next year. Then maybe they should t- consider her. Oh, bro, I, I would I would not be opposed to it. Gonna, I, I I wouldn't mind that either, to be honest. But yeah, our roster is going to look completely different next year. But but that's the one thing that I'll give Scott Perry for is for not giving any extended deals outside of Julius Randle because basically everybody else is either on a tradable contract or on a contract that's either on an option or, yeah, something that's short-term. So don't worry, Knicks fans. Bobby Portis and Marcus Morris won't be our star players for long. Not saying that help is on the way, but it is what it is. Not saying the help's on the way, just they won't be there for long. Yeah, that's the fact. Maybe you could swig like a Marcus Morris at the trade deadline to contender for some picks or expiring deals or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll get something back for him. I don't think we'll get like a first round pick for him, but we'll definitely get something back. Just try and get some young talent or something. Something like, you know, he'll probably help somebody win. He can he can help somebody win. So Honestly, hopefully. Probably gonna trade him to the Rockets or some shit. I could see it. See him going to like the heat or something. Who knows? Somewhere that yeah. needs veteran leadership yeah. and somebody that could that could score. The heat, we spoke about this before. I think the heat might be like one of my teams that I'm gonna be watching games of this year. 
Um, you heard me and JT talk about it last week. Watch more basketball. But um, honestly, man, like, I love everything about the Heat. You guys already know, like, I'm, I'm, I fuck with Jimmy Heavy. Um, we all were, like, after Summer League and shit, we're pretty, pretty on with Tyler Harrow. But with uh, the production we're getting from everyone else and then just Tyler just balling out more, it's like Jimmy Butler's having the time of his life. They're playing great fucking basketball. He still gets to be Jimmy Butler. Um, he has all these young pieces, and like they're just, they just seem like they're one piece away, you know. And that's okay because they're all so young that one of those players can really develop into that piece. I mean, no, I, I just to add to what you're saying. I and I think I texted you guys this too, either today or yesterday, that you know they really have the the best trio of young talent in the league that aren't like like uh, high draft picks, mm-hmm. like Harrow. I mean, I'd, I'd even put a four in there with, if you consider Bam Adebayo too. I mean, he's making a case for an All Star uh, game this year. But yeah, yeah Bam, great. Duncan Robinson, uh, Nunn, Tyler Harrow. I mean, just between the three of them, right? Nunn, Adebayo, and Robinson, thirty six, thirty, and thirty four. That's ninety. Wait, no, that's a hundred. There was a hundred point score between those three players out of the Heat's one hundred thirty five points. Sheesh. Like, they really are bugging out right now, and I love it. He is tough. And the crazy thing about Tyler Harrow is that, like, he doesn't even fully get started minutes like that. I, like, if you look at his average for the season, like, I think it's still, like, under 30, 30 minutes a game. When he started getting, like, act, like not actual minutes, but if he started getting started minutes, bro, his production is going to go up, like, ridiculously. Yeah. Yo, That's when I tell thing. you, if you guys don't follow Jimmy Butler on Instagram, like, the shit he be posting, like, this is the type of young team that he wanted. Not the fucking Timberwolves or even the Sixers who just feel like they got it all already. My son, first of all, the, the, the shit he posted of them playing volleyball, and it was just like, it's not the size of the Harrow and the Tyler. It's the size of the Tyler and the Harrow. Tyler Tuesday. Like, this Tyler Tuesday shit, this shit is jokes. Like, today it was, um, the name Tyler comes from English origin, meaning maker of tiles. Like, it was just pictures of him. Like, bro, what? Like, Jimmy's yeah. a goofball, and it's it's just fucking great. Like, because they're playing good ball. Like, tonight with the fucking, the whole shit against the Hawks, where Jimmy forces OT, and then they're down, and Trey Young literally yells that it's over, and then they go on a 22-0 run. Like, crazy. Get Trey some help, damn like, it. Yeah, get Trey some help. <laughs> but, like, I really am. Well, first of all, it's like I feel like I can't even say that, because the idea with the Hawks is that they're all super young. Like, it's Trey's yeah. second year, and they're super young. He think that he's contending for a championship right now? Humble yourself, little fella. Exactly. It's not how this works, bro. After having a frustrating meeting with the organization the other day or something like that, talking about they're going to get yeah. into help. Like, but I mean, I think, but I think they're bro. better than 6-18, and 18, though. Not to say that they are they should be bro. 500, but I think they, they shouldn't be 12 games under 500 right now. They're just missing John Collins. Hunter was a little bit uh, had been gone for a little bit, but he came back tonight and he was he had he dropped twenty eight. Jeez, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's their important pieces are young as shit. I get that. I'm just saying I I expect a little bit more, or at least a little at least a little bit competitive because they've been blown a lot of games. That's what you want from your young pieces, just to be competitive and 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 fight. It just feels like in a lot of these games they're they're done in like the the, the third quarter and then you're. It's pretty much like kind of window dressing at that point. Four of their pieces are in their first or second year. Right. Yeah, it's tough for for point guards like like Trey Young, unless he has like a lot of help 
to to get to get places. You see that with Steph with Steph Curry, like they didn't like the Warriors didn't do anything for a long time until mm-hmm. they started running him off of fifteen screens. Well, I mean, I mean, shit, he got he got a couple couple championships out of it. So I I can't I I, I can't even hate I can't even hate. No, that's not yeah. hating. It's just yeah, they do someone like that needs help to. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, I I feel like it's. It's not even like on the offensive end either. I just feel like it's just defensive effort. Like they just don't play defense. And I know it's hard teaching young kids to play defense, but Spolcher does it every year. He's doing it right now. Is it really hard to teach people to play defense or is it hard to motivate people to play defense? Because I think that's the difference. Probably motivate. Yeah, probably motivate. But then why does like, like how can Spolcher motivate like a Duncan Robinson or a Tyler Harrow or a nun. Yeah, coach and those players aren't the high draft picks. So they're trying a lot harder. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's also facts, but you also got the type of veteran leadership in Jimmy Butler to, you know, enforce that. Cause yeah. even though Jimmy is a goofball for real, like it's the same dude that, that washed cat and Wiggins with fucking scrubs in practice and got and found his way out of Minnesota. This is the same Jimmy we talking about. Isn't that why Vince Carter's there though? Is it just because like he's in like an, an on court leadership type thing? Yeah, that- I feel like it was more than Vince. Like they had like honestly, you could put Marcus Morris there. You know what I mean? You could put Taj yeah. Gibson there, and and Vince is different than Vince, and then a bunch of people who are trying to prove they can still play, like Alex Len. You know, <laughs> Alex Len. Oh yeah, the Suns front office on one. Put the Suns front office in race too. Yeah, but. Any other NBA news? Um, the Rockets aren't good. Yeah, I mean, everything else kind of kind of the same. Luca's yeah. still doing Luca shit, you yeah. know. Nets are still oh, Nets are still overperforming. The Lakers are still really good. Bucks are fifteen game winning streak. Yeah, yeah, Bucks is killing it. Giannis looking like he might repeat as MVP, but uh, who's really who really who really knows? What do you call it? Sixers early on looking like they need home court advantage in the playoffs because yeah, yeah, they, they can't play home. on the road, but they are killer at home. 13-0 now after beating the uh, Nuggets, but boy, oh boy, do they struggle on the road. Yeah, it's a fact. Uh, one thing with the Nuggets, man, yo, Jokic really is like, I don't know. He's um, Does he look heavier? Like, it just feels like he's, he's slower. He looks worse. Which is weird. Cause... It looks like he's doing the Shaq shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being into shape. Yeah, he looked like he looked like nice. He looked like ninety eight Charles Barkley right now. <laughs> I don't know what ninety eight Charles Barkley looked like. Y'all better Google that shit because it's not. It's also, not apparently, um, I was reading something, um, like some Bleach Report shit that has some numbers and shit. Apparently, he's taking less shots and like doing yes. less. He's he's just he's trying to distribute more, but I don't understand what. Like tonight, right? Mm-hmm. 15 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds. He went he shot 7 of 13 from the field. So it's like it's just weird because he gets his buckets and he's assist I think he just got to be a little bit more aggressive honestly. That's I think that's what it really comes down to. Mm-hmm. Like cuz we all know how great of a pass he's arguably the best uh, best passing big man in the league. Uh yeah, I just I don't know. I, I don't I don't really know why. Yeah, Jokic, man, this is the dude that I was saying outside of the obvious dudes could be an MVP candidate, and he kind of letting me down. It also doesn't help when Jamal Murray only plays five minutes tonight. Yeah, and, and Gary Harris doesn't give you any. Like Gary Harris is somebody who hasn't really 
taken off how I expected him to. I feel like he's getting overshadowed a bit. In terms of his bad play or, or just him overshadowing he's not getting the ball? Um, I feel like it's a mix of both, but also he had injury issues. You know what I mean before? Like, I know last year he was hurt a bunch. I feel like he's not really getting to come on, and I agree with you in that sense. But also it's like the emergence of Jamal Murray even Malik Beasley, like you get Will Barton. So it's like you got a lot of ball handlers, you know? This guy Morris on their team is decent too. Yeah. And he came on. Um, he came on with him be- with Gary as being hurt, you know? Yeah. I just, like, I think last year you saw glimpses of what that backcourt could be like. It could almost be like a Dame uh, CJ type of backcourt, mm-hmm. you know, with the type of skill that they have. But honestly. Which is weird, cause like, and it's still funny, because Nuggets are 14-8. and eight, They're playing bad basketball and are still... I still don't worry about them. Like, I, I have no, pro, I have yeah, no worries if they're not going to be a top three seed come the end of the year. Fifth or sixth in the West? Mm, let me check real quick. Fifth, fifth. Also, um, Utah City at six. I still, I'm hoping they pick it up. Yeah, they've kind of fell off. I, I'm, I'm expecting the... Mike Conley, man, I what what happened? I, this was supposed to be the year. Ugh. This was supposed to be the year. Like, all right, Mike Conley, I'm a big contender. It's lit. Did y'all see what Chris Paul did to uh, Rudy Gobert the other night? Oh uh, yeah, I saw that joint. Yo, bro, <laughs> CP over there doing his thing. Okay, man, he just having he's out there having fun with them kids. Oh, we're speaking of which, uh, what do you guys think of the CP3 with the, uh, the untucked jersey thing at the end of the game? Yeah, it's smart, but it's like only CP3. Yeah, only he would do some shit like that. Like, um, I mean, there hasn't been that many like big stories, I feel like, in the past week. But um, we definitely still found a bunch to talk and discuss about for sports. Um. Now we're going to just go into Anime Book Club for this week. So we're watching That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. I think this is part four that we're covering. Well, I guess, yeah. Part five? Uh, uh, it has to be part five, right? Yeah. Well, yep, part five. So, um, yeah, we watched episodes uh, 13 through 15. And um, spoilers ahead, but... uh. This show was awesome. Like I really enjoyed watching this again. Um, I I wanted to watch more. Like that that's how I felt watching it. It was like I just, just maybe want to watch like binge it. Um, I didn't, but yeah, this just been good. We got uh, there. We go the other sides to to the show. Like we're getting more of the action and more of the the implications and of the outside world and everything. And it's been pretty cool. I guess uh, start with episode uh, 13. You guys want to go ahead? We out here, you know, just en route to the marshland to see the lizard men. You know, we bring in the squad, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fucking vibes. basically gang in this bitch, fucking vibes. you know, Suye, you know, encounters, you know, the lizard uh, chieftain's uh, daughter and AK bodyguard. And uh, Rimuru was like, yo, yo, go help her out. And he was like, all right, bet. I'm going to be a... And, he, and Rimuru was like, all right, we're going to pull up. After they made know. the alliance. We're going we're gonna to pull up. He, they pull up. Damn, you got you took him out already? That was crazy. You're wild. And then 
after that, they make the alliance. Yeah, lizard people and the assortment melting pot of whatever we we got going on here. Uh, we're we're friends. Then they Bro, try. It. <laughs> are you just summarizing the whole thing? Oh no, I I guess that's yeah. That that was your summary. Um, basically in thirteen, um, like you said, the beginning part was definitely great. Where they're coming back, Suye's job is to go rescue the chieftain. Fucking everyone else has got to go help. Um, on their way to go help those men fight them. Gavru is fucking realizing how in over his head he is. My son is like, ah, you must be the orc lord. I will defeat you one on one. And then he was like, orc lord, orc lord's way stronger than me. He was like, oh shit. <laughs> Yo, that shit was dumb funny. He was like, wait, what? Crazy. Dog, I'm. I ain't even really all that for real. For real, general dog. I'm pretty regular. <laughs> I'm just a regular degular dude. Thanks. <laughs> oh, and then, man. you know, Rimuru and them get there just in time before Gabru gets wiped out. Of course, the goat saves him. Yeah. <laughs> Gopta. <laughs> Gopta's a legend, bro. Yeah, I fuck with my son. He He's a prodigy. The prodigy. Big facts. I'm going to, I still just cover 13 and 14 together. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so then 14 is when we get the real, like the, the meat of the battle. Get a, some really good action scenes. Art's awesome. Fucking fighting's dope. We see how powerful the Kajin are for real. Where this freaking orc army is just getting wiped out like it's nothing. Left, what, right. Them fucking Ranga is going ham. My son leveled up. That's how hard he was going. Right? Yo, you, yo, yo, when Ranga, when, when Ranga did the freaking thunder shit. Everyone was shook. They were like, oh shit, he leveled up too. Yeah, that was that was, that was that was ridiculous. I was like, "Yo, this fucking wolf is strong as oh, hell." Was God, making twisters man. come out the sky. Doing all this shit, fucking. Also, I I love when Suye is um rescuing the chieftain, and like they just show the reaction to the lizard man when he just fucks everyone up. Like the daughter, like is like you know mouth just agape, and then when they save them from the cells, and then he goes, "Yeah, I guess you can't really help but reacting like this because my son is really a problem." And he's just doing this without breaking a sweat. He was like, oh my god, Suye, look out. He's like, yeah, no, he's immobile already. I got this. Nah, you see the subtle flex, though? When Suye was like, yo, I know you can see this, the puppet man. I hope mm-hmm. you watching, bitch. Yeah. And, then, and then slice that dude. Yeah. Um. So that, like you said, the clown dude, um, who Trini was like, yo, y'all want to y'all wanna start messing around in my forest, huh? You want you don't catch these hands. You can deal with the consequences, and they 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 dipped out. It was pussy after she yeah, took to one of their arms and shit. She's out here. She's showing she a problem too. She was like, "Listen, we strong." Like she told Rimuru, she was like, "Yeah, we're pretty strong, but like this is way too much, too many people for us to handle on our own." That's what I'm gonna ask you. But um, yeah. So we get all that, and then we see the orc lord in uh 14 again for like the first time for real, and then we yeah. see Gelmond out here. And we find out why he's just been going around naming all these people. Yeah, because my man's trying to create a new demon lord and shit. Yeah, a demon lord that he can right. control. Yeah. So we're getting a bunch hey, of Gal- steam. Galman kind of pussy. OD. OD. This, these episodes expose him. Oh, yeah. Man. And then my man's got the fucking... My, and then after all, all that talk, my man's got the Ned Stark. Shit got dark for him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Man. Man. Oh, man. And for my and for my people that don't watch Game of Thrones, go go find out what happened in Ned Stark. 
<laughs> well, you knew it was bad when when the when the sage was like, "Yeah, I don't hear, I don't see any life uh, force from him anymore." <laughs> Just and out of nowhere, remember was like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh kind of obvious." All right, <laughs> that shit was crazy. And then when when after he eats 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 gum, that's when uh, you see the orc lord turn into the orc disaster and shit. And then that's when shit start get getting crazy. Yeah. And I, I found it mad interesting that, that Rimuru will be so aware of like his strength or well not well not his strength, but about, about its strength for real, because I mean I guess it's androgynous. So we don't really know if Rimuru's a boy or girl for real. But um yeah, like basically he was like, All right, great sage, you take over. And then Great Sage just started doing Yo, that all was his- awesome. Ba- it's basically like battle mode engaged. <laughs> like- right. Yeah, battle mode engaged on some shit. Like Naruto's like, all right, Fox, like take over. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. oh, fucking Yusuke demon mode. Like, yo, he just went like different. He was doing all this shit. And then fucking that that wasn't even enough. Cause when he's trying to lit uh lit Geld on fire, she was like, Oh shit. Hold up, emergency, emergency. He's like, all right, never mind. I'm gonna just do this shit. I'll, he's like, he's like, fine, I'll do it myself on some Thanos <laughs> shit. Basically. It was like, yo, like he was like, you know what? If this was a normal enemy, you would have had it. You did everything you needed to do, but we we couldn't predict the uh the fire resistance. Yep. Exactly. Like, well, I figured it out. It's a dog eat dog world, dog. And I'm wearing bacon pants. Yeah. And later on in the episode, they talk they talk about like the like the unwritten code for monsters and shit. Mm-hmm. And I kind of fuck fucked with that because it's like, you know, anime is supposed to teach you lessons too. You know, mm-hmm. like whether it's like a, a eat or get eating kind of thing. And the monsters are talking about it, but Rimuru also talks about it like when he's like now consuming like the orc disaster, basically. So after that, uh, we do see the battle and how Rimuru actually does end this and it's literally you know goes from orc disaster talking about how he can't be eaten because he needs to consume and then Rimuru out here like i have the biggest power so it's eating and um like you're saying it ties into the unspoken rule of the monsters where it's just um you know survival of the fittest pretty much you know it's eat or be eaten and uh the only way to get past uh you know orc disasters abilities is with one like Rimuru which uh, it was kind of poetic in the sense that, you know, something that's always like starving and driven by hunger and stuff like that ends up the only way to defeat him is to be eaten itself. But during that time, we also see uh, everything that he's been through and what led him to the decision. And it's like, you know, being pushed to the limits, things happen and you make decisions. He was trying to make such a betterment of his people and just do everything for them. And that's why he was like, yo, like, I can't die because then everything I've done is going to fall on them. And that's not fair. You know what I mean? I don't care what happens to me, but they just don't deserve it. I've just been trying to lead them. And Rumoru just out here showing again um, how great of a guy he is and how well, what his thinking's like and how he has a good moral compass. It's like, you know what? I'm going to, um, I'll take those sins from you. You know what I mean? That'll be my cross to bear. And I'm the one killing you and kind of setting you free. And, yeah, it was it, man. This show just show just got you feeling all all the different types of feels, man. Truly really dope. That's a fact. It's like it's anime, yo. It's honestly supposed to teach you some some form of lesson at the end at the at the end of it or like through it. So I kind of like how they're going through like that aspect of it now, where it's just like things is happening and they actually give you like moral compass for like for situations and stuff. Forgiveness being one of them. Yeah, 
So episode uh, 14 ends with that, um, with, you know, the orc disaster being defeated. Um, and then 15, it's like a little more setting up the world again. And just like, it's like, it feels like the paperwork side. But it's like, or it's more like when you finish the story and you're reading the epilogue for this arc. Yeah, basically. Everyone has this meeting that JT was starting to allude to. Not even allude to, to mention directly when he was trying to summarize all the episodes in one. Um, yeah. We do have this council meeting where all the different races are there and they're trying to decide what's going to happen after this war. And, and um, Rimuru says it off rip. He goes, I'm, I'm going to let you guys know how I feel and then you can decide and see what you want to agree with and stuff like that. But um, I think that they shouldn't. I'm not going to charge them with any crimes because, you know, the reason this happened was because of the famine. And at the end of the day, if any one of us would have happened, we don't know what the city would have made too. I'm not going to blame them. But he's like, I'm not really going to write them off and make it too easy. So he ends up making these deals and all these things. And in summary, he's elected to be the chancellor of this alliance between all of the different races of the forest. And then each one is going to contribute something to the other. And they're going to have this nice little uh, ecosystem here amongst themselves. And um, the orcs, I guess their punishment per se, or the way they're going to serve everyone back is they will provide labor. Um. And he's basically giving them jobs. And by doing that, they're going to be fed. And it's pretty awesome how he's being able to unite everyone. And my friend Gan from work was talking about this because he got through the first episode. He finally started watching too. Um, again, tell your friends about the shit and start watching with us. Um, anyway, he was like, it's really interesting having an anime main character not being a kid or like a teenager. Because that's usually what it is. And I feel like with Rimuru, you really see how much more put together he is than like a Kazuma or a Subaru and stuff like that, you know? Like, I don't think either of them would have been making these types of decisions that he's been making, you know? And it's led to greater infrastructure in the village, the village becoming bigger and bigger. Um, the orcs, you know, join the village now. Nothing can possibly go wrong until it does. Mm-hmm. Yay! I've been waiting for this moment. Go ahead. Yes. I've been waiting for the return of the OG, the Dwarf King. Dwarf King pulls up on all the Pegasuses. <laughs> Pegasi? The Pegasi. Oh, where the Sui, Sui um, is out here is like, yo, 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 Rimuru, I have a problem. There's mad niggas pulling up right Ooh, now. Deep, bro. Trying to squat up on us. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I'm just letting you know. Remember, was like, all right, everybody, just act cool. If we got to fight, we got to fight. But let's just, you know, let's see how this goes. <laughs> My man is the Dwarf King. Pulls up and was like, yo, 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 slime. Well, actually, first, you know, uh, Kaijin comes up. He was like, yo, what's good, my guy? And he was like, ah, good to see you, my G. <laughs> how, how, how you living? You know, same old, same old. Uh, then he challenges Rimuru to the fight. I tell him like, to, to a dude. He was like, "Yeah, I gotta see if you pure or not. I gotta see if you if you for real, for real." That's what you really mean. I mean, they always say you you know what a person's you really understand a person by uh, trading blows with them. Word, word. <laughs> and so then they're like, "All right, we about to have this this duel." Then the dryad come out of nowhere. Like I'm a fish. Like whoa, whoa, whoa. Where'd you come from? Mm -hmm. And then yeah, 
he uh Rimuru, you know, counters. I mean, it was looking like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, Dwarf King was out here looking like Sasuke with the blade when he pulled up on him at well, the he was uh, showing why he's a dwarf at, king. At, at the conference, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Man's was out here hanging on the on the on the ceiling and whatnot. Boom. Yeah. Crazy with it. Oh, at the um the Kage Summit. Yep, the Kage yeah, Summit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man's was just like shoom, shoom. But yeah. But you know, Rimuru being the real nigga that he is, you know, uh countered uh I was not, I was, I'm going to be totally honest. I did not expect the uh, Dwarf King to have like power like that. Like I thought he was just, like I thought he was like, you know, just one of those like, you know, human warriors, you know, like, all right, he's Mm -hmm. just mad, nice with the blade, but like strong, but I didn't think he'd have like power like that. Dwarves is they're supposed to be mad strong. Yeah. And he's not a dwarf because he's kind of tall, but he's still a part of the race of dwarves. He's just tall. He's a super, he's a super dwarf. Yeah. He's just a, he's just an above average size dwarf. That's the <laughs> so you're telling me he's just he's just a regular sized person in the inter- yeah. It is. There it is. H like there would be there would be dwarf kings like Justin. You qualify as a dwarf king. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you would be king of the dwarf population. Hey man, anime not in I, real life because that that would be politically. Oh my god! Oh. In real life. <laughs> Oh my God, JT is gonna see a, like a group of of like people suffering from dwarfism, and just be like, "I am your ruler now." <laughs> uh, follow me, <laughs> follow me to freedom. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he blocks the uh, the special move, and he was like, "All right, bet you cool, you cool." So let's. Uh, you want to start this alliance? Yeah, why not? how <laughs> we found out that the reason why the dwarf king was such a problem. Was oh, he we're was training in the forest alone. And I feel like they could have elaborated on that part too. Yeah, like, oh, you yeah, definitely should have. Like, Once like, oh yeah, old Gray was out here. Turned out he trained him. He's like, yeah, you're not the little boy I found in the woods uh, all those years ago. Remember, mm-hmm. was like, wait, you know him? He's like, yeah, he trained me. He was like, there's only one person that could have taught you that type of swordsmanship. Yeah, <laughs> old man comes up. You're mm-hmm. good, young blood. <laughs> ah, boy. But then, yeah, they have dinner. Form an alliance, you know, and, and then uh, nation. Yep, the creation of the nation, and the nation is called the Jura Tempest Federation. That's the name of the settlement. <laughs> Yo, I did you guys realize that they didn't have a name for the settlement up until that point? Nope, you don't think I, about it. Until I didn't think about it. Yeah, I didn't know. I was like, damn, what is the name of the place? And then they were like, all right, we'll name the capital capital city Rimuru, and we're going to be the capital city now. And he was like, oh. Nah, like that's kind of dumb. They go, nope, it has to be. And he's like, all right, I guess. He was like, all right, like I guess y'all y'all are posing on me, so I'm a I'm a fuck with it. I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm a fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that really stuck out to me is when the high orc. But this is before he was he was the high orc when he went to um Benny Maru and mm-hmm. he really like like was mad emotional and apologized for destroying the village and shit. Like I just want to know how y'all felt about that. Like when he was really like trying to off himself. For, for like on behalf of the orcs and shit. i feel like that speaks like to his that. character man and that shows like i feel like that they do a good job showing that um i feel like a lot of this theme has been like forgiveness and growth throughout the show and bringing the way he's brought these alliances together and stuff like that and him like the writer i'm saying when i say him showing that wants to show that the orcs aren't gonna be like it's like all right trust the orcs to be like you realize and things happen and you know 
things are based off the leaders and people are driven to situations to do that. But to show that the orcs are still out here, like they appreciate the situation they're in now. They were really just starving before, you know? And now he's like, you know, regardless of what happens, this is this is the only way to make it right. And then you see, again, theme of forgiveness. Um, you know, Benny Mar and Kajan are like, you know what? It's in the past. Um, I would never let something like that happen again. And now, you know, we all serve the same master. So um, also that was a little overlooked, but the war was finished and we see that the uh, the ogres chose to to stay serving Rimuru, which I remember you guys uh, were talking about it before. You guys were like, oh man, I hope they stay. So uh, there you go. Yeah, I was really hoping they stay because, you know, yeah. I yeah. like some of the characters. Some rumors. Yeah, yeah. They have good they have nice traits. Um sure. my son yeah. JT heard, oh, they're building a bath in the village now. That's yo, all right. I'm gonna uh, keep it, I'm gonna keep it G real with you. I saw them building the bath, and my first thought was back to uh life in the new world. Oh, Kodazu. <laughs> when when they, when they was at the bath and it was uh mixed dark, yeah with darkness and uh mega meme oh yeah <laughs> that was my first thought i was like all right i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a rock i'm a, i'm a chill <laughs> Where, was, was, was peeping them low key and he got sent to he the, got sent to the oh, other yeah, dimension yeah. with that punch yeah. oh man, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh it was, yeah, it was not, but i think uh some 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 important things came uh upon this one we finally see the, uh, I guess the the head honcho demon, the the demon lord Clayman, Clay. Uh, I think I'm oh. pronouncing that right. Yeah, Clay, yeah, Clayman. Clayman, whatever. Yeah. But only brief, only briefly, only only briefly. But the one you know, pulling the strings on Gelmond. Yes, and now we can see that the the clown mask people or the the guy is going to be a problem because he was like, hey, whatever you need, you know, you know. I'm I'm up for the services, and I also noticed hired the, gun. big facts. And then when Gabru got exiled by his dad, which I mean, honestly, that was like that was his dad taking like the most mercy on him because he should have mm-hmm. easily chopped his head off for yeah. for causing the mutiny. But the dad gives him his staff, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna hold y'all. Y'all was sleeping on my guy Gabru. I think Gabru's gonna be playing an important part in this. First of all, again, my son rumor being a problem saved him, and my son went honestly. I like I kind of like Gabru now, See? so because Gabru's kind of grown on me, I'm gonna save everyone. He's a good he's a good leader. I think he's a very good he's a charismatic leader. He's charismatic. I don't know if he's good, but hey, they was, he they has, was he they has they some was, solid leadership quality. They was messing them them orcs up until they were like, oh wait, they're eating. Oh god. Uh, retreat yeah, until they got stronger <laughs> until they ate a lizard man and they all got webbed feet and they were like fuck they can catch up to us but you saw you saw a glimpse of his uh of his swordsmanship though and his staff skills when uh back in episode 15 when he's battling the uh, general and the general oh, sends yeah. out the uh the there was the soul eater or whatever the his, his power was chaos eater shit yeah chaos eater and my man's just out here with the staff, like ching 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 ching, doing backflips and whatnot. He was, and he caught the general by surprise real quick because the general was like, "What?" Caught him. Still wasn't good enough though. It wasn't good enough though. It's all right. We just go to the gym, pump out a you know a few more sets. You gotta go get. You gotta go get some training, dog. You gotta go back to the lab. It's all right. We're in the off season now. Mm-hmm. Sure. We're gonna put. We're gonna put out a video. A you gotta come back. Video. You gotta come back for year two, like Luca. All you're gonna. All you're gonna see from Gabru is a video from. House of Hoops. 
Facts. <laughs> what's it? Lifetime Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be. He's gonna be in the gym training with the staff. With the fucking. Be in the lab. lab. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, the, the breathing mask. Gonna be like, oh, Gabru gonna be a problem in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> My son Gabru, bro. Yeah, I'm not. I'm still. I'm still not fucking with him. But I honestly like just going back over what John was talking about when he's talking about themes. Like humanity is starting to become like a real big thing amongst this, and I feel like normally that wouldn't be a theme. But since we're dealing with a world full of monsters, I think it's it's important to note that especially when it comes to Gabru, because I feel like he's becoming more likable as we see that he makes a lot of mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I think us being able to relate to the mistakes that he makes is like, okay, you know, maybe, you know, I can see where he went wrong on this. And I think going kind of tying in with the forgiveness aspect of what you're talking about, John, like with, uh, uh, with uh, Rimuru. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think he kind of instills that in everybody. Cause if you talk about growth and like how the ogres were, I feel like if you asked, you know, uh, Benny Maru before, um, you you saw how he pressed Rimuru of Rip when he thought that it was him that burned down his village. Yeah. You know, and then when he got to the point of the people that burned down his village, he was like, he didn't even take action to like, you know, try and take them apart. So that just speaks on the humanity aspect of it. So there's a lot of things that's going on. But overall, like I say every week, this is great. Like I love this. I love this is becoming one of like my favorite animes, and I don't. I'll be very sad when we when we end it. Yeah. But it is coming back next year though, so that's that's good news. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, kind of like you said, going with that, it was when he made the alliance where it's kind of like, hey, like you're the Dwarven King, and you're acknowledging this nation of monsters, you know, kind of as a country too. And uh, it's definitely unheard of in this world because it's like we see the way monsters are looked at and treated, as you saw when they went to go visit uh Dwarven Kingdom and stuff, and they were waiting outside. So, um, you know, my son Rumor is out here changing the game. And yeah, like, uh, we're, we're getting another time, I feel like, of things Things now are going pretty solid. Yeah, what, what do you guys think? Uh, do you have any prediction of what's going to happen next? Or like, let's just hear uh, any overarching thoughts on this string of episodes or anything? Um, well, now that they're, my one fear was that they were going to have to fight the humans. But now that we're on the same side, uh, now it just seems like full speed ahead to uh, fight in the uh, the demons. And I mean, I'm just going based off like the opening credits. Like I know there's some there's some powerful people about to pull up, but it'll be uh, interesting to see. And I want to see just how much more power the Dwarf King has because that was just a little taste. I was glad. <laughs> I was, you know, the first thing that ran through my mind when I said that 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 Paul Pierce thing when he was on the pregame show. Remember that when he was like. We're just getting a little taste, but I want the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Oh my gosh! But yeah, it'll be interesting to see and then to see what I don't. I don't think that honestly. I don't think that's the full extent of the the, the Kaijin's power. What we saw against the orcs, I mm-hmm. think they're way more powerful than that too. So I want to see that. Me too. I think um, you know, orc disaster was a crazy. That was a full on demon lord, and he had some like. Re- wild regenerative abilities stuff like that so i i agree i think the cousins uh they definitely got, they got Cause what, yeah because he was strong before yeah facts he had the regenerative ability when he was just a normal orc yeah i'm gonna need somebody to really like match up with Rimuru because lord jesus like i'm tired of Rimuru <laughs> just biting everybody by using predator like now nah, i need like some i i need somebody to be like nah you're not using that shit on me <laughs> well you saw the regular combat skills that he was out here 
Just cooking. Yeah, it was my man's out. my man's out here getting trained by by homie. That, yeah. that, that we ain't even we didn't even know that. Like that's the craziest part is that we didn't even know that he was getting trained. That he's just out here nights with the sword now. Crazy when you're a prodigy, man. Yeah, I mean this this is really fun string episodes. Like I know I said it already, but um, first big fight scene like that was super fun. I love the fights. I love how it's like the things are kind of graphic, um, in the way that they're showing the blood and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff to look forward to. Any last thoughts on these episodes, Miles, or anything? Nope. Nah, ain't ain't nothing. All right. So yeah. So for uh, next week, guys, it's uh, the way. Listen, this show's working out great. It's going to be another three episodes. So um, sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen for next week. You guys are following along. The way it ends, uh, there's not really an indication of what's going to happen next. So I just watch and then enjoy. Uh, and then meet back up with us to listen while we discuss it. So I guess that concludes this uh, episode. So um, been a good one. Definitely started out a little wild. Um, a lot going on tonight between Connection. I'm super tired. We was talking kind of brazy to start the episode. And yeah, so with that... Uh, Follow us on the socials, you know, at Sartobia Sports on uh, the Twitters and the uh, Instagrams. RIP uh, Twitter's Twitter porn is going to be gone in um, 2020, apparently. I think only to an extent. I think it's only like, I think they're just cracking down on like the really, really like graphic stuff. I mean, Twitter has one of those those things that like Facebook has where it's like, this is sensitive material, like opt in to view it. Yeah, so, so I mean that should stay. But I feel I mean, like that should be enough. We're the, the porn's gonna find its way back on the. T- the people find their way there. Twitter's a wild place. JC's bookmarks myself for. No Twitter porn. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not redownloading that shit. <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> now they taking away the Twitter porns. What's next? What's next? This oh. is ridiculous. This is a. This is a knock on. Yeah, uh, not anything anymore. You really can't. What am I supposed to? What am I supposed to do? I gotta look at regular porn. Oh, Jesus. Oh, speaking of, um, oh, no, I mean, I told you guys already. Uh, if you guys are looking, I know we talked about the Konosuba movie last time. Apparently, it's on Pornhub. So, um, before it goes on DVD, if you just want to watch it online, it's up there somewhere, so you can go look for it. Also, uh, we can talk about slime coming back. We, um, we, we just got word that, uh, ReZero season two has a, a date. And it's going to be in the, what was it, April of next year. Ah, nice. So definitely got some things to look forward to in uh, the anime side. Word. So no, uh, ReZero is coming back. Um, for you guys who uh, watch Haikyuu, that one's coming back. The over under on um, on uh, su- on uh, Subaru Dime is uh, nine and a half. And honestly, I'm taking the over. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, that's pretty much it. Look out for our guys. Look out for us uh, next week. And uh, yeah, again, sorry, we're gonna we're get this one sorted out for for next week. But um, guys, that's all I got. Follow us on the socials, man. Y'all be easy. And um, Yankees, we going for number twenty eight. Ah, uh, yes. As always, you can follow me, J underscore Thomas underscore twenty four. Uh, remember, tip your local bartenders, tip your local strippers. Um, wow.
they don't get to, they don't deserve to be paid too. Uh, they do. I would say so. Mm. Uh, also, it's uh, you know, it is what it is. Yankees. Ah, uh, 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 you already know the vibes. I'll be at the stadium this year. I know for a fact. So I'm in the stadium regardless. We in here, baby. On that note, we will uh, talk to you guys next week.